Hello and welcome to this uh, episode of Pop Salsa. There you go. I was going to. I am your host. Yeah, so close. It, yeah, it's a little. It's it's been a a, a, a rough week. To say the least. But I am your host, uh, Joel, accompanied by my good friend, Ernesto. Hello. Uh, how's your spooky month going, man? What you been watching? It's uh, I haven't been watching a lot of spooky stuff. No? Yeah. You're not that into it? Not really. You're I don't, scared? Not scared. <laughs> but I, I don't know why. I, yeah. I, maybe it's because I'm desensitized, like you said. But it, it feels like there's... It's just cheap nowadays, the films. The movie films. Yeah, I mean, horror has become... Yes. Horror has become this genre where it's really hard to invent something new Mm -hmm. um you know you you take you could distill every horror movie to you know four or five essential elements you know slasher uh jump scares right psychological can jump scares really yeah that's that's true but jump scares are the cheapest way to get a scare yeah i hate that yeah i hate jump scares like if you have one jump scare in any scary movie film i'll i'm done like i can't get scared anymore I'm annoyed. I'm, I'm annoyed, and it falls through with the whole movie. I'm like, yeah. really? You have to do it like that? No. I don't mind it as much mm. if it, they do it cleverly. Mm. They, they could like pull it off like a little, so without being like, oh my god, poking behind a corner and then, oh, boom, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there. And so okay. So my question is: Has there been an, what's recently? Has there been a good version of it? Well, the, the one I, I could go back to is Sinister. It came out in 2012. Mm, wow. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, it's been a while. Wow. It's almost 10 years. Uh, Ethan Hawke plays this uh, writer who invest, who writes around about true crime. Mm. He moves his family into a, a house where it's like some really grisly murders. Mm. And the, the I would label them as jump scares, but they're not the, the classic, you know, jump out and scare you type of thing where he's watching... Uh, some film right and then he notices the demon in the film and then like uh-huh. the demon like he turns and looks at him yeah, that's not a jump scare. <laughs> it's not a jump scare but like you're not expecting it that, that's know? true that's true yeah it feels like it just happens it just happens and then yeah. you react like it's, yeah. was it quiet oh my God. Holy yeah, shit, yeah. yeah it's like well, a paranormal activity mm-hmm. all right well, well paranormal activity like no, that wasn't scary. Yeah, and and it had a jump scare depending on which version you saw. I like the first one. The just, first version. Well, just because it was first, uh-huh. and I'm not looking at a Blair Witch Project. Right? Yeah, all the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, See the that? Blair Witch. Blair Witch <laughs> right. Yeah. Talk about high standards on on found footage movies. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't think, but that that was like a, a decade or so. No more. More than ninety nine no, or something not. like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, the, the foreboding feeling, uh-huh. right? The whole the whole emotion feeling, like oh something's gonna happen. That's what the first one I felt did good. Yeah. Everything else was just like oh a windows flapping. Oh, what yeah, could it's that a, be? a different variation of the same thing that's right. happening in the first one, and they're doing another one. Right. Which Blue I, House is I, I, why? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, like there, there's always going to be a market for heart. Because there's the, the the fans, the faithful are always gonna go no matter what. You know, you can mm. make the scariest movie of all time, or you can make an M Night Shyamalan movie. Those right. are the bars. It's either the best ever or M Night Shyamalan directed this. <laughs> that's a pretty low bar. Right? <laughs> Although, have you seen Glass? No, or, I haven't. What's the Mister Strength? Yeah, it's like Unbreakable. Right, Mister Unbreakable. Or yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, they're like really good. It's a trilogy, right? Yeah, the trilogy. It's M Night's spin on superheroes. Yeah, it's um, Split. Split, right? 
with Glass, McAvoy. With McAvoy Glass, with was. Sam L. And then Unbreakable. With, with, yeah, and they all come together right. to, you know, the Avengers and all that shit. Right, like, oh, the, the, them Shyamalan universe, the Shyamalan verse. The Shyamalan <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, because it is spooky month, I saw Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills. I've seen a lot of mixed, mixed reviews. Mixed reviews. And you're going to get some mixed reviews from here. Spoilers. From here. Yeah. So, okay, I, I love Halloween, the mm-hmm. movie, the first one. That's one of my all-time favorites. You mm-hmm. know, it's Halloween and Exorcist. Yeah. They're right, they're right there. Yeah, exactly. That's great. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, those are just gold yeah. standard, right? Yeah. Take me! <laughs> yeah, you, you have this, um, these really good uh, era-defining uh, genre movies. Yeah. And then you get, like, these these additional eight to ten movies, and then all of a sudden people are like, you know, we're going to retcon most of all the, right. <laughs> of all the, 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 the stories, right. and we're just going to make our own, which I like. You know, it kind of, it, it does get silly. You know, once you start getting into, like, Halloween 3, I think it's not even Michael Myers. It's like a witch that oh. uses the TV, and, yeah, it's 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 a little well, It's like Jason goes to hell. Like, oh my Jason gosh, goes to didn't... hell, Jason goes to space, Jason, right. Jason, Jason Brady versus Jason. Right. Yeah, Jason does know, his taxes before he gets a prostate exam, and all, <laughs> it gets all a little too real world for our, my taste. But what Blumhouse did back in 2018 was that they decided to retcon everything after uh, the first Halloween, I mm. think, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. So Halloween, the one that came out in 2018, is a direct sequel. To, oh. to the Halloween, the first Halloween, 1970. Right. And then Halloween Kills is, you could basically do Halloween 2018 part one and then mm-hmm. Halloween to 2021 part two because it takes place immediately after the events of what happened oh, in, in the I first Oh, I see. One. So like, it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. That, huh. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. That was the, some of the, the interesting parts of it. And I like the storyline where this, this the town where this is happening they're like, you know, enough is enough. Mm. We have to take our town back. Right. They, <laughs> from Mike Myers, right? <laughs> from Mike Myers, yeah. Wow. They they bandy together and, you know, go hunting for a killer. And unfortunately, when, you know, mob rule happens, you know. Oh, some, no. Yeah, some, people get caught in the... People get caught in right. the hysteria. And it's really sad because, like, there's this... They... In the first movie, when, Jace, when uh, Michael Myers escaped, another inmate escape from mm-hmm. the Satan Asylum and mm-hmm. he shows up randomly in this one <laughs> and the people think it's him. Oh, no. He's Michael. Right. And he, you know, they have him captured, trapped basically in the in the hospital and they're saying evil dies tonight chanting trying to smash the, the windows, the doors to get uh-huh. into him. And he's like, you know what, fuck this. Grabs it and just throws, throw, grabs a fire extinguisher, uh-huh. throws it out the window and then boom. Oh, no. He goes in after it. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So that's sad. That's the sad element but like it, it real like we've seen especially with shit went down last year with the whole you know George Floyd's and the r- right. murder and the riots right. and how easy how easy, easy it, is. Yeah, it is for people to get a, caught up in the hysteria and the panic and the, the anger mostly that's interesting because uh, the whole biggest complaint in my opinion when mm-hmm. it's not like those 80s ones like how come they don't mobilize the military exactly like, there's a dude who's literally who can't get killed by bullets <laughs> and he's killing everyone right so there's um it gives credence to the generation now that there's a logic mm-hmm. behind it, right? Like, obviously, there's going to be a whole lynch mob yeah. looking for, for Michael. Yeah, and, and you, you know, the you think of a lynch mob looking lynch for... Or sorry, that's like a... That's a very... Well, no, weird. just like... Well, is that what they wanted to do, or just... It's yeah, a mob. It's a mob. Well, yeah, right. lynch, you know, you kill somebody. Right. And eventually, that, inevitably, that's the... the 
the end result. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the lynch mob has this really dark history about just you know killing random black people in, right. in the South and right. you know throughout the country. But like you look at Frankenstein, right? So it was very like similar or reminiscent to like Frankenstein when mm-hmm. the people are like oh he killed this girl now let's go get him but Frankenstein instead of Frankenstein being scared Michael's like alright bring it on you know Michael versus the town That's yeah exactly crazy. and um I that that I liked but there was things where I didn't like where mm-hmm. it just like we were debating on what makes a, an R-rated movie. Right. Like, this movie is like a hard R. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because what's the most R-iest R? It's so gory. Really? Over over anything, it's just gory. Is it gory in like sense? It's just a slasher film, or gory as in like wow, that just came out of freaking. Gore. I think it's overkill. Overkill, I see. Because like you look at you've seen the first Halloween, right? Yeah. It's. It's it's a slasher film, but you know you see blood and you see all that stuff, but you don't really see him actually kill. Yeah, it's not gratuitous, but here it's there's this scene where he goes into this old couple's house and he kills the the old guy. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't kill him; he stabs him, and the guy's like dying and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And then the his wife is like you know cowering in the corner with a knife, mm-hmm. and Michael Myers just grabs one of those fluorescent tube lights, mm-hmm. breaks it, and just like slowly in her neck, just like just pierces her neck and she falls down looking and then like the camera cuts to another scene and then when it cuts back to that scene he has the husband slumped over the the counter and uh-huh. he, he just grabbing knives and just stabbing it in his back oh as his wife is dying seeing him yeah right do that too. yeah oh, all right <laughs> so i'm like was that necessary that does seem outrageous yeah. i i don't watch i watched the first one but mm-hmm. i don't really follow the other ones but mm-hmm. that seems too much it seemed yeah and then it's not just that because there's multiple multiple things in uh-huh. that in that um in the movie where you're just like whoa like, oh my god <laughs> Michael, you, gotta, you know calm down myers like <laughs> yeah and i like that they they um they do flashbacks mm-hmm. flashbacks of what happened the night the first halloween night like because oh. it ends with him, you know, he gets lit up and then he gets taken back to the to the the hospital. I think. Were he's still alive by the end of this film? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about the first Halloween. Oh the right, 1970s yes. One. Oh yes, yeah, so he's like he, Michael. And yeah, like, they lit him up and then he doesn't die. They take him to the insane asylum again. Okay. So you, it gives us more of a, a backstory of what happened in the house mm-hmm. and then what happened afterwards. So mm. like, they're blaming that. Oh, he's trying to kill. Um, uh, fuck, what's the her name? Uh, Curtis, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis? Yeah, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis's Curtis, right. characters like he's what he's after me. Like it's my fault. And this all's mm-hmm. happened. But then there's another cop who's like, no, it's after me because like they show that what happened. And this was like a new thing. It was it didn't happen in the original, but it showed mm-hmm. that when they were in the house, um, he had an opportunity to shoot Michael Myers, but he shot one of his cop partners. Really. And huh. Michael just like, all right, he's not gonna hurt me, so he just walks down, and then that's where he gets lit up. Right, right. Yeah, interesting. So he's he feels like this um, missed opportunity to you know blow his brains out. So it fills in like gaps. Yeah. Well, not gaps, but you know, it makes these moments where there's narratives that can fit through. Mm, exactly. Right. They make they make shit up to fit their story, the the angle that right. they're taking the story for. I see. 
and um, that's interesting. You know, it gives us a little more perspective. And this shot, you know, very seventies. The 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 grain. It's right. There wow. And, yeah. Dude, I don't I like. Yeah. The gratuitous violence, but it seems like it's fairly loyal in terms of the look, the feel. It is. Right? It, it is, and th- that's one of the first things I, I when I want to go watch the the 2018 one. Mm. I saw it in theaters, and as soon as the the, the t- opening credits, I'm like oh, Halloween. Right. I'm there. Right. Yeah. yeah right. And, and you could tell the people who, who wrote this movie and directed this movie are fans. Mm. So as as much as like you would want to... Unlike the... I don't want to talk shit about the Rob Zombie movies, but like if you've seen the Rob Zombie, his take on the Halloween, it's completely... Mm. Like his own, you could tell this is a Rob Zombie film. Right, he wanted Rob Zombie. He wanted one of Myers in a Rob Zombie world, yeah. not the other way. Yeah, not right. the other way around. <laughs> but like you could tell that this is uh, a proper like they're fans. Right, they want to homage him oh, more so than you know continue the story. Right, which it, is cool. It seems like they uh, they don't discredit the of the first ones. Obviously, mm-hmm. you, you you don't touch those. But it seems like they enhance it. Like they add a little more context, a little yeah. more meaning towards some moments that kind of felt a little weird from there. Yeah, definitely. They they def- they they you know whatever gaps would have been created uh-huh. with them continuing the story, mm. they filled out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, which is which is pretty cool. And I saw it on Peacock. I didn't I didn't go to the theater. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna just watch it here because fuck it. You know, I have a you know 60 inch TV. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, so. Kind of cozy too. So yeah, it's, it's like nice, just, yeah. and it's, it's like the weather's changing. Right, have nice. the ho- have the Halloween decorations up. Right. it's that time of month, that time of year again. <laughs> it's the spookiest, yeah. right? Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, like, if you like horror movies, then mm-hmm. I'm all for it. You know, go watch it. But if you do, you don't think you can handle the 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 grindhouse violence of it, because mm. that's what really what it was like the grindhouse level of violence and gore and gratuity and like all right. that shit. Right, right. There's no like sprinklings of blood, but it's like you kind of weird it out, like because just the idea of the dude slumped over, mm. and, and, like a fork in his back like, and knives. Well, they and, had uh, on the wall, uh-huh. they had like some magnetic strips and just a bunch of like kitchen knives. Yeah, that's not good. And he would <laughs> like he would grab one and just stab him in the back, grab another one and stab him in the back again. Yeah, that, it, 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 it's guns. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's dead. Like, 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 he's already dead. <laughs> yeah. There's a mob after you. There's no time for this. Yeah. Right. And it it because it's funny though. Like it's I like the, that it's is it, it there's no time in between the, mm. the Halloween 2018 to Halloween 2021. There's like nothing. It's the same night going to the morning. Right. So it's it's pretty cool. And then I remember seeing the. On, on some news online that people wanted them to get rid of this, um, well, a fire firefighters massacre because mm-hmm. that's what it was. There's a f- really? yeah. Oh, so wow. like it, the first one ends uh-huh. with the with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis character, her daughter and her granddaughter mm. trapping Michael Myers in a house in the woods and setting it ablaze. Right, and they're being transported to the hospital because Jamie Lee Curtis got stabbed, and mm-hmm. as they're going to the hospital, the fire trucks are coming. Right. So when the fire trucks get there, you know he he's just, still alive. <laughs> he's, he's still alive, and then he just murders. murders like the, all of the yeah. firefighters. Do the firefighters do anything? Well, they get the they get the stance where he comes out with a crowbar, uh-huh. 
and like like ready to fuck shit up and they're all the firefighters are looking at them like oh shit it's gonna go down <laughs> so they have axes and they have right. saws it, it and just sounds awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> but they all go out like bitches oh, which no. is what like that's why they want to take it off pro- probably you know yeah. and then like the the first responders the heroes and all that stuff literally the the, the our betters in society <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Like, would you want to? Would you want to portray them? Portray them in like that kind of light? Right, right. I mean, it's Michael Myers. Yeah, it, it, and then again, yeah, it is a movie, yeah, so right. you can take liberties however fuck you want. Yeah. And then even in the the scene at the towards the end of the movie where the the townsfolk you know corner him and beat him up, mm-hmm. you f- get this feeling like oh it's well no you don't get the feeling like, like oh it's over but you're like. Cut his fucking head off. You know, shoot him in the head. You know, do something. Right, right. Like, rip his freaking head off. Right, exactly. Right, right. You're, but, you're part of the mob now. Yeah, but, you know, no. He really? gets up and just kills them all again. Oh, no. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah, I is mean, it, well, they got they got to keep making movies. Come right, on. It's, that's fair. So what happens in the end? It's, it's a spoiler cast. Spoilers, spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. What? He, well, the, they played it off, like, if, if you're a fan of the Halloween franchise... Mm-hmm. I think it's two where they established that Michael Myers is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's older brother. Right. That's why they have the connection. Right. But it, it, this one, they kind of make it where it's more of the house. The house he grew up in. He killed his sister and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where he wants to go in connection. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny, though, because, like, there's a couple, a gay couple who own the house now for Halloween. And they're, like, they're, <laughs> they, they were being, like, they told a story to a bunch of, to a couple of uh, trick-or-treaters uh-huh. who got, um, they were pranking them. And they're like, this is the Michael Myers' home, and if and if you don't like uh, respect us, we'll call him over and all that shit. But then he shows up to his house and he's there, and it's funny because they decide to fight him to take him on. Oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> and immediately they die. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Uh-huh. It was funny. And it was uh, Michael McDonald, the guy from MTV. Really? Yeah, he played one of the gay couple. That's, like, that <laughs> sounds like a, just a joke. Well, is it a nice levity scene, I guess? Well, no, because they die. But it's, right. it's funny, though, because like one of them is named Little John, and the other one is named Big John. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's funny and sad. But, yeah, they play it off as, like, he, he's attracted to the house. Mm, so what does that mean? Does he just sit there? Like, if you don't go in the house, he won't bother you. Well, they they kind of they establish that he has like some sort of mental deficiency, like mm-hmm. either autistic or you know, bipolar or something. Right. That he um, in the in the like the filler of, of footage that they created to fill the gaps mm-hmm. before the the cops uh, one of the cops get killed and before he missed the opportunity, the other cop mm-hmm. they were talking about how when he was a kid, one of the cops like was. His mom, like, tried to force him to play with Michael Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. But all he wanted to do was just sit and stare out the window in his, in his older sister's right. uh, room. Right. And, like, that's what he was doing. And, uh, you know, they go in and he goes to his to his house in the room and he kills the gay couple. And mm-hmm. then that's where the, the granddaughter and the daughter of Jamie Lee Curtis show up to, you know, try to kill him finally. Right. But he gets lured out of the house and... Uh, they, the townsfolk beat him up. They think he's dead. He's not dead. He comes back and kills everybody. And then yeah. the mom, the, the the daughter of the Jamie Lee Curtis's character, standing exactly where he would stand. Yeah. And you see him come up in the in the reflection, and oh. just. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Not not Jamie oh, Lee Curtis. Right. The daughter. The um, daughter. Oh. The daughter played by um, Judy Greer. Oh, 
Oh shit! Oh, all right, yeah. that's right. She is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Judy. <laughs> uh, poor Carol. Yeah, poor Carol. Like I can't see, see her not like. Not, not my supervisor. Not like, Cheryl. <laughs> Carol. Charlene. Whatever. <laughs> Char- <laughs> Popsicles. Yeah. yeah. So it, it ends. It's clearly they they set up for a, a threequel. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 They they want to make more movies and. You know, as long as they're entertaining, and I was entertained. You know, mm-hmm. there were things I, that I didn't like, but I, I was able to get over it. And, uh, but as long as they they keep on that path that they're going, you know, I'm all for it. Do you think that there's going to be a, a wall at some point after like the fifth Halloween? Because there's just so much. Yeah, that's true. Right. I, uh, yeah, I mean, you would have you would have hoped that this would have been the last one they make because mm-hmm. if if you're establishing that the original one is one. Right. Then the one that came out a couple years ago, two, and there would be three. You know, you don't right. usually don't get more than three. Right. But if they want to keep going, or if they leave it open ended. Right, right. Which like, I, I like. I mean, open endedness ends it and mm-hmm. leaves it naturally open. Yeah. So like, it, you could come back to the character, or you know, potentially reboot it. You know, twenty right. years down the line, whatever <laughs> it is that they decide to do this again. Right. Uh, but overall, I would give it like a like a four. Four out of. Ten. Ten? Oh, yeah. wow. That's... <laughs> well, horror movies. That's fair. That's, yeah, you're that's very, what they are. You're very pundit about... Yeah, all right, they're, they're horror movies. You, know, you can't... You, it, if you expect to get a, a fucking anything above a six out of a horror movie, <laughs> like, you're just... You're, 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 you're doing this wrong. Right, yeah. You're right. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's not a lot of... Like, maybe a handful like Quarantine kind of creeped me out. Or mm-hmm. VHS, which is more of an amalgamation of different shorts. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't remember giving a horror movie like a nine. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would suggest you watch Sinister. Or we could watch it. Like, one, on a, one of Will I laugh? Is that no. the one where it's like there's a dude in the corner and he's like, ooh, no. and he comes out of the corner? Because there's one movie, I forget what it's called, but it's there's a scene where there's like crosses becoming, you know, Turning around, mm-hmm. and there's a dude. Oh, the- you're talking about oh, um, uh, fuck. Uh, it's not Insidious. Is the other one a, with uh, another demon? With Patrick, Patrick, um, the dude who played the Night Owl. Um, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But there's a scene in that movie, and it I, turns I, over. And, yeah, and I remember. Then, I remember <laughs> watching the trailer with you, and we're all laughing. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, in the theater, we're, yeah. we're supposed to watch Batman or something, right? Probably. Was it Batman v Deadpool, Superman maybe? or something? I don't know, one I, of them. You're right, and then I remember that came up, and I was, I was laughing <laughs> so loud in the theater. No, Sinister is the Ethan Hawke movie I told you about, mm-hmm. where okay. he plays the um, the true crime novelist, and he moves his family in. And it, what's fucked up is because like he finds video uh, these Super 8s in the attic, mm-hmm. and he watches them, and it's a series of um, families being murdered. Oh, goodness. And then, and then those embedded in that is the demon right but it, it's different families so it's like mm-hmm. it's been throughout generations throughout decades right so, so like one is clearly like in the 50s and the 70s 80s uh-huh. so it and yeah it's 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 fucked up okay <laughs> we'll watch it it's creepy and like I've seen it a few times and every time I get creeped out cause really? that's truly okay. the last movie that I really no, the last out. thing you showed me was that alien one and that's not really horror the fourth the, element, the yeah, fourth the fourth element, and then they showed like real footage, and, yeah, quote unquote and, real footage, right, quote yeah. unquote. But it still creeps me out just because it's like like incoherent speaking, and yeah. Then, yeah. Well, is the incoherent speaking, or is it like being confronted with the unknown? 
Both. Both. You're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Because I don't know, like, where's this coming from? Like, do I want to <laughs> know where this comes from? Or, I, yeah. or, like, the fact that it's based on a true story? And... Well, based on a true story can mean anything now. That's fair. It doesn't, like, have to... Yeah. You know, <laughs> it doesn't have to fall. It's like Scarface, like based on a true story. Right. Like, Cook? We don't know. <laughs> right? Seems right. Let's do it. Um, and another movie I also watched: hmm. uh, No Time to Die. No Time to Die. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Well, some of the greatest uh, theme music of all time. Yes, yeah, most iconic. Yeah, very right. iconic. Yeah. Uh, so, 007. I mentioned this before. Uh, it, it holds a special part of my, you know, my heart, my life. Yeah. Uh, my dad was a, a huge fan of the 007 franchise. Uh, and, you know, it was the first movie he didn't get to see. Yeah. Um, so I went in, you know, like, fuck, this is going to be a tough a tough watch. And But I only really felt like that at the beginning. Just mm-hmm. when the, the title sequences and all that stuff. That's when it really was like, okay, fuck, you know. I, you know, I, no, as a matter of how much I would have wished for him to be here, you know, unfortunately that's that's not the case anymore. So I have to try to enjoy it as best I can. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> being a full packed uh, theater didn't help. But <laughs> right, you're telling me that. Yeah, that that's that's crazy. You said you saw it in 2D. Well, just regular, not yeah, IMAX. I, I, well, I saw it in uh, Dolby. Dolby, right? Of yeah. course, right, right, right. I only watch movies in Dolby now, because that's like the best way to watch them. <laughs> Better than IMAX. That's fair. Like I, I don't think IMAX you can feel the the music score in your, no. like your ball. Well, no, like the Dolby theater, it. It has the seating, the reclining seating, and all that right. good shit. But it's also the there's the there's subwoofers. Yeah. So you feel the vibrations and you feel like the everything. And um, I remember the first time I the fir- the only time I ever took my dad to watch a movie in the Dolby theater was mm. um, uh, Eagle Has Fallen. I don't know, the Olympus has fallen. I, I already got confused. Yeah. <laughs> the Eagle, Olympus, what's yeah. going on? Right, right. It's one of these, uh, you know, shoot a bunch of people, shoot a bunch of bullets to the good guy, but he doesn't get shot type of movies. Right, he doesn't reload. Yeah, none of, none of that good stuff. He's an ex-CIA, <laughs> Central ex, Forces. Ex-Secret uh, uh, Agent. Secret yeah, Agent. Uh, the yeah. best of the, the best. Secret Service, best of the best. <laughs> but something <laughs> happened where he doesn't have his old job anymore. Right. And, but then when shit goes down, he has to go and protect the, the, the president. But don't forget the, the uh, estranged daughter slash yeah, wife son, or son. Wife or son. Dad, father. You know, right, dad, father, family member. Yeah. But I took them to watch that movie and, mm. and um, it's very... They're very um, the Dolby Theater lends itself to big operatic movies, right. you know, big explosions, you know, these massive scores and all that stuff. Yeah, just because you feel the vibrations. Yeah, and the first time I ever took my dad, he he was fascinated because he never experienced that. Yeah, I was like, oh look, it's awesome. Uh, but great. yeah, but uh, no time to die. So do you want to spoil it or yeah, spoilers, right. spoilers. So I didn't watch Spectre. Mm. But really? kind of get the I kind of get the gist of it, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't watch Spectre because you know it's like four hours long, yeah. And there was a lot of uh, issues with the movie, yeah, coming out. And you know, Sam Mendes was in out, yes, no. Dan Craig <laughs> in out, yes, no. <laughs> maybe Razors, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. And the only thing I liked, the only thing I was like, all right, it's gonna blow it out the park is uh, Christoph Waltz. Mm. He plays uh, Ernst Stavroblofeld. Yeah. 
and I'm I don't I I don't have to see his performance. I just can assume that he did a great job. Yeah, it, it, it did. <laughs> I, I watched it, and I can just give, I him, give him all the Oscars. <laughs> but this movie takes place sometime after mm-hmm. um, the the events of Spectre, and it's James Bond and the blonde chick, mm, right? Uh, the... His wife. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out that the wife has a secret background that she hasn't told uh, uh, James Bond, and it's 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 coming up. It's going to catch up to her. Oh no! That's the thing. So it it starts off with um, Spectre still being a thing and trying to kill James Bond because he's at the grave site of his first wife from Casino Royale, Mm -hmm. Eva Green. Eva Green's character. But you know, explosion happens. You know, oh my God, you betrayed me. Yada yada yada. I'm leaving you <laughs> five years later. <laughs> we, we, slow, slow down. Okay, so he's at the gravesite of his ex-wife, uh-huh. which is natural. Maybe an anniversary of her death or something. Like that. It's it was supposed to. They're in Italy, right? And it's like they're having a festival forgiveness. Oh, okay. So oh, how ironic. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's it's like oh, we can't move on with our relationship or fully be one hundred percent in if you don't forgive right. your ex-wife for you know betraying you. Right. And he goes do he goes to do that, and then he notices something like the, he they do right. Um, double not, O's. Yeah. <laughs> and then something. there's an explosion, and then a bunch of bad people are trying to kill him. And right. then that's when you see the scene where he has the Austin pulls out the right. mini guns from the the light, from the, the the headlights, and then just starts. And he's him. obviously mad. He he's pissed. Right, yeah. because um, yeah, because he thinks wolf. his the blonde chick, the right, wife, right. sold her out, sold him out. Okay, yeah, because that I got that feeling in the trailer because mm-hmm. you know she's like James, and he's right. just kind of like don't talk to me, you know, the yeah. cold shoulders yeah. side of thing, right? Right. Yeah, and then uh, he you know gives him gives the bad people the slip. Mm-hmm. He he puts the wife his wife on the the train and he leaves, and then boom, five years later. Oh. It cuts to him being in the in the uh, Barbados, I think it was, uh-huh. and uh, again, yeah. he, he didn't go there last time. <laughs> it goes there all the time, <laughs> and it's funny though. That's a fascination that Ian Fleming had. Oh, with like the Caribbean, right? Okay, cool. That so that's always the the, the go to the to, right, of to that escape. character, yeah. Right. Oh, that's awesome. And um, so uh, he's in Barbados, drinking, having fun, having a good time. He goes out to a nightclub and he meets the CIA agent. Played by the guy who played Jeffrey Wright, who plays um, Commissioner Gordon in the Batman. Oh movie. yes, okay. To because like there, there there's rumbling that Spectre is, is happening. You know something's happening with Spectre, mm-hmm. but Ernst Albrecht being in prison, mm-hmm. so they're trying to like, hey, you know this, and we know this is your your um, like, your bad guy, so right, maybe right. you can help us out. And then that's where he meets the new 007, which mm-hmm. is uh, played by some black chick. I'm not sure her name. I, th- I know you're talking yeah, about. The, yeah, the, the lady is like, oh, I'm the new 007. Right. And, you know, she's all like, oh, yeah, you used to be good, and what happened to you? Like, all that shit. You know, the, t- the typical shit that um, like the predecessor the, would right. give to the to no, the, the pupil, or like the new person would give to the predecessor. Right, right. It's either they are a big fan, or it's like, uh, hey, where you been? Lashana <laughs> Lynch. Lashana Lynch. Yeah. That's, Yeah. Yeah, Lashana Lashan Lynch. Yeah. yeah. And she did a good job mm. for, you know, a little bit of that she was in. Because they kind of played it as it was going to be like the battle of the sexes type of thing. Right. Where it's going to be like, oh, I'm the, uh, there could only be like one. There one could only be one. Of seven, right? <laughs> yeah. And then they start drinking. <laughs> they start drinking and all right. that good stuff. But 
she kind of they kind of put that on the backside uh-huh. because it is James Bond's movie, so you can't really just be like, oh, we're gonna have the titular character, and then let's focus on this new person. Right? Huh? Interesting. I like that. Yeah. So five years later, uh, he goes to Cuba mm-hmm. to, you know, to figure out what the hell Spectre is going on, and it turns out that MI six has created like this bioweapon that only targets the DNA of your suspect. So you think about like drone strikes and all that stuff right. where there's a, an endless amount of casualties. Right. But they've developed this bioweapon that only kills the person that's intended. Right. Who's coded with the DNA. Oh. So that's, that's no time to... Is that the, the shtick with no time to die? That's, the, that's the shtick with no time to die. Right. But as it turns out, Ernst Tower Brofeld was trying to kill James Bond. Right. But the other bad guy got there first and killed all the Spectre agents. Oh, the So they that's... released yeah, they released the bioweapon and it was encoded with all the, the, the DNA or genealogy, I forget how they, they actually encoded it with all the Spectre agents at the party and they all died. Oh shit. Okay. And then the only one left is Blofeld because he's in he's in prison. So right. James Bond goes back to Well he, he takes the scientist who created the the weapon. Mm-hmm. And he takes him to Jeffrey Wright's character, the CIA agent. And the CIA agent has, like, a little sidekick. Mm. Turns out, sidekick's working with the bad guy. Right. So the bad, he, he takes the scientist, you know, basically um, leaves James Bond and Ian Wright for death. For death. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. He dies. That character dies. Aww. I know. Which, it's, it's good. Sounds You're cool. closing the loop. Right. Of, yeah, of this universe. Yeah. yeah. So all the loose ends, all the loose ends. Yeah. So Daniel Daniel Craig, James Bond goes back to England uh-huh. to confront M to figure out what the fuck's going on, and they're all like, "Well, you don't work here anymore, so we don't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to say anything." Oh, this M's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, played by uh, I know he says his name weird, but it's spelled Ralph. Doesn't he say uh, Ralph Phineas? It's is something it, isn't weird. Isn't it like Rafe Phineas or something like it's that? Like, um, yeah, he says his name weird, but right. it's spelled Ralph. Come on, motherfucker, right. show <laughs> You have Ralph. Ralph is your name. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so he goes back to, to, to talk to M, and M's freaking out because obviously this this incredibly um, dangerous weapon is out. And as you should. As I mean, he, well, as you should, but yeah. more so about the involvement that they had yeah. and wanting, an, wanting to create it. Right. And then uh, they 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 say like James Bond isn't on the case because he's not working for MI6 anymore. Mm. But he's nobody's gonna stop him from doing the what? his own investigation, right. trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> so he gets reinstated as a double O, double O seven. So okay. now there's two. There's, there's the two, right. there's the black chick Nomi. Nomi? Uh, yeah. I think that's how you spell it, yeah. the character's name. N O N O M I. Right. Nomi. Nomi. Sounds right. Nomi. Yeah. And James Bond. Mm. And then that's where she starts to take the backseat. Oh, okay. Of, so of she's like yeah. seniority kind yeah, of thing. Right? Kind of thing. Which is like, okay, yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. You yeah. know, you only threw that in there. You only gave her a... You kind of get the feeling that she got the, the short end of the stick. Because uh-huh. she was only there to, you know, round out the the color <laughs> the color scheme. <laughs> the monochromatic, right? <laughs> yeah, the monochromatic. Yeah, I, I like that it fits a bit. And mm-hmm. then, I mean, like, he's retired or he just left, so obviously they kind of have to. Yeah, they have the to fill that role. Right. Yeah. So it just so, so it, happens to be. It's not James Bond. Right. It's another 007, which is what we were talking about a, right. a while ago. Right. Where it's not James Bond. It's the, the, the moniker of 007 that gets passed on. It just yeah. so happens that it was always been James Bond. Right, right. It's the same with, like, Doctor Who. Right. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole 
branching titles the doctor yeah but there's been multiple iterations of the doctor, doctor. so yeah i could i would love to see that. is is the female doctor who still or did they change already they, they're gonna change her so, yeah yeah soon the, every everyone gets like a few years right Right. yeah give or take like two or three years. is it gonna be another have they talked about who's mm, gonna pick no, up the mantle no they no? haven't yeah not at all Mm, that's yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, so it's it'd be cool for at least for the longevity. It's like 007 or James Bond has been like since when? It's the oldest. I would since say the sixty four. I think right, the Six, first like sixties yeah. ish around yeah. those around. Yeah, it's like one of the oldest movie properties. And if they can do it, like yeah, it's a 007 is something you can pass on. Mm-hmm. Then like this is gonna go until <laughs> the end of time, like Doctor Who did. Yeah. But see, like that's the thing, because mm. you we want are you trying to separate James Bond from right. 007? Because forever it's always that's, been one and the same. Right. Yeah. So 007 being the moniker, the spy code, yeah, and James Bond being the person. Yeah, I would like it like that. Yeah. I would like the code being passed on. Mm-hmm. But James Bond, maybe they can make it into like 007, so and so, so and so, just because like James Bond, you can't follow you can't that touch up. no right. You can't yeah. follow that up. But there, in other movies, there's been like 006s and 005s right. and, you know, right. which they don't really, they don't really, really do really it, which about. I would like to, I would like for them to do that. Yeah. It, it opens the world up for more interesting characters. Yeah. Um, uh, one of them being, I think it was named Trevelyan, which is uh, a 006. It mm-hmm. turned out to be one of the bad guys in mm-hmm. Goldeneye. Well, yeah, wasn't he the one who, uh, he was, what was his name? He was always dies. Sean Bean. Yeah, Sean yeah. Bean was it? He was a double yeah. six. Yeah. Right. So I would, I would like to introduce some of these characters in the lore right. that are already established because, like, we've we've had like four Blofelds. Right. And now we have. So why not introduce some more of these characters? Right. So would it be cool? What do you think about a, a double O movie to explain how one becomes a double O? So As like a uh, Kingsman type. Right. Right, something along those lines where it's like this is this is what it means to be to a be double, double O, right? And then you continue. And that'd be interesting. Just like Wall and just James Bond, yeah. right? The first, the first then, James right, Bond, right? James Bond. It's um, uh, fuck that Australian dude. Forgot his name. <laughs> it was he only played it for one time. George Lazenby. George, George Lazenby. Lazenby. Oh, and like, Sean Connery, uh, Roger Moore, and they're right. all just there. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Like the 007 moniker has been passed down, and this is but like, they're all named James Bond. Right. <laughs> it's like for some reason they all wanted to be called <laughs> James or Bond, or like maybe the era, the Cold War era. See, or, I would see. I would agree with you that doing like a, a how to become or how the double O, the MI six whole thing started. Right. But you would have to do a period piece. Like in yeah. um, the new Kingsman movie that either came out or is coming out. It's, or... it's coming out. I think I saw posters. Yeah. <laughs> Kingsman. The... I think it's called just The Kingsman. The Kingsman. Yeah. So it's set World War One, Right. Which was like the start of their whole, you know, spy organization. Right. See, right. I would want to do something like that. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, and... it would be something that's uh, it's a nice foundation. Mm-hmm. Right. And we know uh, because of the Ian Fleming's books, he was really... Uh, in love about the romantic, romanticized uh, version or the romanticized uh, aspect of World War Two. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to be like that spy. That, that's why he created the character. Right. So set it in that time period. So, so how about this? Uh-huh. Is would there be a cameo? Would you have the one who is like this? Is the school, right? But like this is our current alumni, mm-hmm. and it's whoever was active during that time period. The 007, who the James Bond naturally is going to be who's active. You think 
a, a cameo of him showing up. I mean, of who? Of, I don't know. Anybody? I mean, anyone who's active during that time. I don't know if there's a movie or there's well, a that'd, like, that'd be really, or, really or maybe old. a younger version. Right. <laughs> I mean, you could have like because it's gonna be World War Two. I mean, World War One. I, I get the fascination yeah. of it, but I feel like World War Two would be more of. I mean, you could have like a, a low shot of some dude in the kilt, and mm-hmm. it's Sean Connery. <laughs> it's Sean Connery. Sean Connery's James Hello. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Every accent I try to do becomes a Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Accent. I try to do Russian accent. Sean Connery. Sean 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 Connery. Yeah, so it's something like that. Yeah. Like, you can't really homage them, and I wouldn't want to, like, CGI them. Why not? Because it looks terrible, (laughs) and it's not there yet. If you you would want to do an homage, it would have to be something along those lines, because, like, Sean Connery obviously died last year. Uh, Roger Moore is dead. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Timothy Dalton's still alive. T-Dalt, but he wasn't... He was more of the 90s. That's fair. And we're yeah. talking about something that happened 50 years before. Yeah, time travel. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, no, T-Dot was 80s. It was mm-hmm. the 80s. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. um, Pierce Brosnan who was the 90s one. Oh, I see. Okay. But still, that makes it's, sense. it's yeah, still, it's, it's a while right. know, before. Right. So if, you ha- if you're going to set the, like an origin of the spy organization, the MI6, uh-huh. then you got to do it you know, either pre, no, either during or post-World War. Right, right. That's fair. Like I would, I would like it to be during. During war, my, yeah, like just, the last years. Or? Right, the last years, or right, right the last years, because it just feels like there's a lot of innovation mm-hmm. or a lot of like strong, not handouts. No one's won the military; they're still there. Um, occupation. Occupation. It's like you remember the Japanese soldier who was uh-huh. still active even after the war. Mm-hmm. Holdouts. Oh, okay. Yeah, holdouts. a lot of holdouts post. Yeah. Yeah. And then that that era as well, the you know pr- the cold the beginnings of the Cold War when the espionage game really started to take yeah, off. Yeah, that'd be an interesting uh, avenue to pursue. Yeah, either uh, you know moving on. I just want to keep talking about the. Movie. <laughs> right. I'm looking at the time. I'm looking at the time, and we're uh, on a time crunch. But yeah, so eventually he 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 goes back to his wife, mm. and then at the beginning of the movie it opens with. A, a, a mother and a daughter, the little blonde girl, which is the, which is his wife, mm. in like a cabin in Norway, and some guy. Uh, this is what we saw in the trailer. Oh no! The dude in the mask, and he's shooting in the in the in the frozen lake. Oh yeah. That's that sequence. Oh, okay. So it turns out, the guy who who was shooting uh, in the lake, his fa- his family was killed by the same like a like an early version of that weapon, mm-hmm. that um, her dad created. Okay. So he goes there to kill him. He doesn't find the, 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 the dad. He finds the mom and he finds the daughter. Right. He kills the, the, mo- the mom. The daughter tries to run. She falls into the lake and mm. then he saves her and like that's the big thing. Right, right. So the, and that's the Remy Malik's character. The dude with the, the fucked up face. Right, okay. So it turns out that that's the past that's coming back to, to catch up to her. Right. So... Um, when James Bond sees her again, he's going to go see uh, Blofeld to ask him, like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. But uh, the scene before that, Remy Malik goes to see uh, the blonde lady because she's a therapist to talk about. And he's like, oh, I got something to do. Like, I did you a favor all those years ago. Now you got to do me one. Basically. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll call on yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so what she wants, what he wants to do is, is 
is um, he gives her like a little vial of what's perfume, but it's actually the bio weapon. Uh-huh. So as as long as it gets on on Blofeld, right. he's dead. Right. So she her she is tasked with going to Blofeld and like touching him in some way or form, so right. that the bio weapon could get on him. Right. Uh, but she freaks out just as before, right before is um, they're gonna enter the room. Uh-huh. So she grabs or no, James Bond grabs her. Mm-hmm. So the bio weapon's on her. On right. him. Oh, right. Him. right. So when um, they start playing the mind game, you know, James Bond and, and Blofeld, the whole, like, oh, you must be very desperate coming to me, that that whole speech right, right. that every villain does. And <laughs> like, well, well, well. Yeah. Right. So he loses his mind. Uh, James Bond loses his cool, and he starts to choke him. Right. And that's where the bioweapon gets on Blofeld. Oh, and but, Blofeld dies. But it looks like he choked him to death well no it, his or, face melted there, there's ob- yeah there's, there's, there's obvious there's obvious um effects of the of the bioweapon okay so like, you see in the in the sequence where the spec all the specter agents get taken out uh-huh. these, their faces start melting there's boils and like yeah oh, it's, it's, it's crazy so that's what happens to to blowfield right so bottom's like oh my god what like what the fuck so he goes out to to find the his wife. Right, though, right. And it turns out she has a daughter. Oh. Five years old. Oh. So you, it's it's his kid. What? Yeah. So it's, it's his. Because, like, when he puts her on the. Five years later. Yeah, he puts her on the train. She's all like, James. No, she, she just holds her stomach. It's like, James. And then closes the door. Boom. Off. Oh, my. Thank Open the Yeah, so Remy Malek's character goes to find. Um, uh, the, his wife and he takes her, kidnaps her, whatever goodness and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But when he gets to his compound in like some disputed island between Jap- Japan and Russia, right? You see that he has a vial, and he's like, he's "Like this is my insurance." Uh-huh. And um, it turns out it's a bio weapon coated with uh, her and her daughter's DNA. Oh. So just in case they want to do some funny business, he has a, a face melter. Yeah, face. Right. Yeah. Um, so James Bond goes, you know, they, they, they're, they're trying to avoid an international incident because it's disputed island. Yeah. It's all like, it's all this convoluted thing just to add more pressure to the situation. Right. So, and then this is again where the, um, uh, the the other 007, the black lady, she shows up, um, after they take, uh, his wife and his daughter, she shows up to come to a rescue, picks them up. They go to the island and then they start destroying the... The, the factory because that's where they're making the weapon mm. the, the whole the whole thing is world domination as as in every bad guy right as, the, as what they want to do yeah <laughs> so buy a weapon yeah he gets the daughter the wife he gets them out of the island okay. they're gonna sh- they're gonna blow it up oh. you know nuclear they're essentially gonna nuke it <laughs> but since it's since it's an old uh, Russian submarine base right he needs to open it's the blast a, doors there's so many <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not doing it justice. No, but there's so much happening. Like, right, yeah. not just happening, but there's a lot of not cliches. Yeah. But that, that's the, the cliches. It's, it's yeah, the 007 cliches. Yeah, exactly. Right? The it's Russians. A, it's a Russian nuclear base and a retired nuclear base <laughs> that's disputed internationally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they nuke it. Yeah. <laughs> so he, after the whole sequence, he gets them off the island. He needs to open the 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 blast doors right. to make sure that the 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 missiles will go in or else they're just going to bounce off. Like, right. that's what Q said. And then uh, as he's leaving the island, he says that he sees that the missiles, that the, the blast doors are closing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck, I, I got to go back. And then the missiles were already launched. Right. So we, you get the feeling that it's going to end well for him. Right. So he fights the guy 
the the Remy Malik. Remy Malik, right? And then um, he shoots him, and then like James Bond goes up to him, and then he breaks the vial, and it gets on James Bond. Right. Oh no. So he can't even if he survived, he can't. He can't, his, he can't touch his 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 wife and daughter. Right. So he's all like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna end it here." And then they. You know, he goes back, opens the blast doors. He he goes out, and then you see just. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. So they kill James Bond. And then there's a post credit scene, right? No. There's a post credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> right. So they right. They said, so yeah. they wrapped up this story, the 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 um, Daniel Craig saga of a James Bond. Right. So they they leave it open. Obviously, there's going to be another one. I don't know, four or five years down the line or right, something, right, or if they, not next year. Right, but they've established there's another 007. But also, there's James Bond's kid. There is, but I don't think it's going to be no, no. a continuation. Mm. Because, like, if, if you want to establish that the 007 is its own thing, you got to do that from the start. Right. Not, you know, last movie, you know, last <laughs> or the first 40 minutes. And the movie was long. Really? It was How almost long, three what? hours. It's three hours long? Almost three hours long. Oh. Yeah. Like, our... It was supposed to start at 12. Uh-huh. No, 11.30. Right. So give half an hour for trailers and all that good shit. So, yeah. you know, roughly the movie started at 12, 5, 12, 10. 12, 10, right. Yeah, and it wasn't until almost 3. Did it feel? It felt like a time warp. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, what happened? Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So, overall, the movie was, you know, for what it was, you know, mm-hmm. the end of the... the the end, basically. Right. I feel like that's the only logical way to wrap that up, that storyline, mm-hmm. to 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 blow <laughs> to blow his ass up. Not just to kill him, <laughs> but to blow his ass up. Right, yeah. right to nuke him. Yeah, right? essentially. One way to go. Yeah. So I I don't see them, you know, picking up the double the James Bond 007 with um the new 007 uh-huh. or you know potentially the the kid. Right. Uh, but it's just like. You know, that movie it was what it is I, I didn't particularly like it all all that much uh-huh. uh, a lot of people do say that Daniel Craig is the best one and he's had five movies and out of those five movies he's only really done two good ones right so how can you say is the is the best one well you know? he's the most violent one. it's the most modern one. right he's the most modern that's true yeah so modern, right? you, you have to you, obviously that is being taken into consideration a lot because right. the best one is Sean Connery yeah, there's no yeah. Who are you getting <laughs> above Sean Connery? Well, I grew up with, uh, da- not Daniel Craig, with uh, Pierce Brosnan. Chris Brosnan. So did I. Yeah, so that's what I know as the best. Have you seen the other two? Then there you go. All right, but <laughs> how can I go down? Where it's like only... saying Iron Man 3 is the best Iron Man movie without it seeing Iron Man 1 or 2. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. It's not like different Tony Stark. I, what the... I could see as as Sean Connery was the most iconic, mm-hmm. the most generational that carries over. Because I even know him. Yeah. So, well, yeah. even in just being the most iconic, but like that's where you saw the the gadgets introduction. Mm. Like that's when they really captured your imagination. You know, yeah. the car turns into a some summary that's later, but like the, it was all the catalyst. The watch. You know, right. The car, that's fair. There's a lot of yeah. strides. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, what was it before? Was it just like shoot people? <laughs> well, no, because it was Sean Connery and they only did one uh, before that, which was George Lazenby, mm. which is 
No, I don't. Forget, I don't even try to remember what it's called because it's always like on your Majesty's Secret Service or you know Tomorrow Never Lies or it's always some weird, <laughs> right, right. some weird different different variation of the same title. So they got spicy with Sean Connery mm-hmm. up, up mm-hmm. with Sean Connery yeah. the the base, and everyone kind of went like, okay, I see yeah. that, yeah. So and then from there on out, it, it built, and then obviously as the real life technology mm-hmm. evolved, so did the technology in the in the movies. Right, right, yeah, it got more outrageous, especially with uh, Pierce Brosnan's mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, right. But I could I could confidently say here that I don't think my dad would have liked the movie. Really? Yeah, just because you know for him that's what made James Bond. You know the the, the, the gadgets, gadgets, right? Same the gadgets, me. the spying, and all that right. shit. But then and then it was it was funny because like when. It, we first saw Gene when Daniel Craig's movies were coming out. He was always like, he he always seemed like too much, not like not man enough. <laughs> <laughs> More, <laughs> yeah, like that's that was his criticism. <laughs> and then like having him die, which is like that's not James Bond. James Bond doesn't die. He's not supposed to die. Right, but right. But they killed him off in this movie. So. Oh, I see. It it feels bloated. Yeah. I mean, three hour runtime. I mean, I watched Infinity War so many times that that's like a three hour thing. Infinity War or Endgame? Oh, Endgame, sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Endgame, yeah. I watched that so many times. But just the, the drama that's going on in this movie sounds like, you know, like there's your kid five years later. Like there's even a time gap on how much yeah. content there was. There's two hours and 43 minutes long. Yeah. That's long. That's a long ass movie. Right, right. For just the spy thing flick yeah and there's a lot a lot of uh fat in the movie mm-hmm. like you could you could easily trim out like another 20 even half an hour right because there's a lot of like leisure time of him in the caribbean <laughs> <and all that. laughs> i was gonna say like is there i'm just sitting there with a heineken did they do the heineken thing no they didn't it's funny that you mentioned that or like short story long story short uh-huh. is a, the whole Heineken you told me that they wanted him to be drinking Heineken but that's not James Bond yeah and it's funny is that I watched uh, a movie recently and then in the theater it's it's a James Bond commercial but it's him drinking a Heineken, Heineken. Yeah. so it's like huh did they go <laughs> this, is that how they went around it rather than be in a movie he'll just be in a commercial altogether because he's like what do you want oh, Heineken. Heineken but it's technically it's Daniel Craig but it's you know it's the, James the Bond character right the caricature of, uh, right yeah because yeah. he goes in and he's like all James Bond but it's Daniel Craig in the suit yeah right so, so you 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 know who that is who's trying to be but it's not right yeah. they don't outright don't outright say it but I think he does drink Heineken in the, one of the movies really? but it's not like like it's not like he doesn't go up to a bar and orders a Heineken right like he or yeah he just like maybe there's a beer drinking scene and he just has a Heineken. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I would give this a movie, I'd like a six, six, six mm. out of ten. Mm. So I was entertained for most of it. Right. Um, there was a lot of things, there was some things I had issue with, uh, but overall, you know, it's, it's a good close to that chapter. Right. It's, granted, I feel it's, it's difficult to end anything. Yeah. Like, especially on, not just movies, but you know, like video games and books and, and the like it, it's hard the end right right <laughs> and that's right it, it's hard to send off your hero right and, yeah. and send it off to the point where it does justice not only to what the foundation they built upon but also that does justice to the character themselves mm. but it feels like uh, they just kind of like yeah we're just gonna nuke them yeah <laughs> so, yeah like I felt like felt you you know like when you're writing a script or you're writing a story it's some the teachers are the best way they tell you is like come up with the ending first right yeah 
And then uh, I feel like this one, they were like, let's nuke them. And then everything else was just like, right, how, do to, <laughs> how do we get to the game? <laughs> <Like, laughs> I just see a, a white boy like, nuke yeah. James Bond and all of the story beats coming from the reverse of the bottom. Like, all right. Blank story beats. Like, right, let's fill it out. Even even with the, the ooze that he gets on him. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? Did he need that? <laughs> you could have easily ended it. With him watching his family from afar. As he gets blown as, up. As yeah. he, right? No, they, they left him no choice. Well, he doesn't have to get blown up. Like, he can't touch the thing he wants. Right? That's true. But, so, at the same, like, you think about it like like this. Like, mm-hmm. what is going to be more heartbreaking for this James Bond where he's been um, betrayed by some the many people he loves and then something that he created. Yeah. That, you know, it's the, the, the natural... Um, feeling of love is there right but he can't interact with right them. yeah so, well it's like i'll just kill myself it's yeah i, I don't know it, it's i don't want to be right it's like the japanese thing like oh my gosh we lost i'll kill myself like, <laughs> like you don't you have suffered great right, embarrassment right, right. It's, it's, your ancestors it's, yeah right it's like all my james bond is are, are frowning upon me my ancestors yeah it just it's like on top of top of like insult i don't know the character as much the mm. insult but it's like they yeah, could've, I mean, they could have took his eye, not you know, but it's like, oh, I have ooze on me. I can't see the one I love. Oh my god, you took my arm. I can't write anymore. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, you took my. Yeah, without a doubt, it's it's adding, uh, it's compounding the, <laughs> the misery that he that he's lived. Because like you look at the stories of, of the Daniel Craig James Bond, and he's not having a good time. Right. Like in none of them. <laughs> so, so I mean, it, it was, seems angry. Yeah, all the time. Goth emo. Right, he's always frowning. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it makes sense, and and only in, in in the way that that's the story they wanted to tell. Mm, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I yeah. if it was it was up to me, you know, there would have been a lot more different, a lot of different things that would have been going on, mm. uh, but. You know they don't pay me you know, <laughs> <laughs> to make those movies. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. It's as much of a ending we're gonna get for Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we now know that there's no unless robot. Clone. Well, no, because we saw <laughs> we saw mo- yeah robot clone. That's right. <laughs> clone of the Terminator. <laughs> it turns out M has a storeroom filled with Daniel Craig's. Yeah, and it's it's like a, a Krieger. A Krieger, that's what that Krieger all creepy clothes. and shit. Yeah. The one's like, one's like a small little dude. Yeah, the one's with the third eye. The third eye bone clone. Clone bone. Clone bone. Let's talk about the DC fandom. DC fandom. Happened last weekend. Right. So we're timely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with yes. the news. Uh, is there anything in particular you want to talk about? Batman. Just want to, the Batman. Batman. The right Batman. now? Yep. You don't want to save that to later? Or not? Oh, all right, fine. fine. Well, 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 no, let's, let's leave the best for last. Let's do it. All right, so let's talk about Peacemaker. That's one's pretty good, too. <laughs> well, okay, so there was, like, movies only. We're talking about movies only right, right now. Right. So there was, like, six or seven teasers behind the B- BTS or mm. trailers that came out pertaining about the, the DCEU movies or TV shows. Stuff like yeah, that. yeah. Peacemaker, uh, Aquaman 2, Batgirl, Shazam 2, Black, Black Adam, uh, the Batman Flash. Batman Flash. Oh, no Superman. No Superman. I don't think they're going to do Superman for a while. Right. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> which, do you think any of them were bad? Uh, no. No? No, not really. I just, I don't like teasing me. 
I don't like tease. Like, just put it in. Right. Don't don't tease me, man. Like, just give it to me right now. Because yeah, that that's the thing with the Flash, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you know we can't show you footage, but here's the teaser, and it's like it shows all the footage. Like, really? Just show me a teaser. Don't have to show me just footage of it. Yeah, I I mean, okay, let's do. Sorry, because <laughs> okay. I was like jumping already. We started with Peacemaker, but let's move on to the Flash. Then we'll come, we'll double back to the Peacemaker okay. Flash. So it was only like a minute, minute twenty seconds mm-hmm. of him, you know, creating the star point of the Flashpoint, and then boom, he's there. He sees his mom. He's in right. disbelief, and then right. you know, jumps, jumps, cuts, 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 jumps, 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 jumps yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it, it ends with you see Michael Keaton's cow, right? The pointy, the pointy ears. Oh my like, god. Wah! Yeah. yeah, and then you know, the the Batmobile, and then we see yeah. uh, the Batcave, ba- the Batcave. Right, right, but right. we just have Batgirl, no Supergirl. Yeah, Supergirl. And then the third, and then the, the, the third, Wally West, maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah because he, he seemed more rugged. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's the Flash of of that that, that Earth. Or but wasn't oh well, again we're, thinking, <laughs> we're we don't, it says Flashpoint, but by name, by name only. By so name they're only. coming up with their own things. So yeah, I was gonna say maybe that was because. In that universe, they didn't have a flash. That was the thing. Yeah, right. because they like, yeah, it's he never, never, he never got those powers at yeah. that time. And I like that they have a ring. They he showed him. They, you didn't see the ring? No, I didn't. What ring? The the where he has his suit. Oh yes, no yes, I remember. He's gold, right? Yeah, gold, gold ring, right? The lightning bolt. Right, I like right. that he has a okay. ring. Yes, yes. And so there's a lot of like the the uh, comic book characteristics that they're. You know, putting on to this, so I get the feeling that maybe they're they're gonna do like a complete one eighty of what the you know BVS era of, of the DCU was. Yeah. So that it is gonna be a little more comic friendly or comic truer to the comic and a little more friendly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, it was exciting to see Michael Keaton again. Yeah, his cowl. Yeah. Granted, but yes, yes, it's, it's like they're doing it. Yeah. Right, they're finally gonna yeah. they're gonna make it in the verse. Yeah. Who would have guessed, right? Right, I, I wouldn't be sitting there ten years from now and saying, "Yeah, you know, it'd be cool if they made a Flashpoint movie with Michael <laughs> Keaton and you know, all the other Batman's and all this stuff." Yeah, no, you th- you think about um, you you know the comparison with between DC and Marvel, and you always think of DC being the one that doesn't have their shit together. Mm-hmm. But you look at it, and but they're always the first ones to get there. Right, uh, uh, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, superheroes, uh, superhero <laughs> movies, superhero in general. <laughs> I mean, the iconicism too. Iconicism, uh, the, iconicism yeah, the realism, the real, real, la- right? You know, with the with Nolan and all that shit. Right, I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're, they're very they're trailblazers, mm-hmm. right? Like, who would have thought to have the Trinity? Like, I always think the about Holy that, Trinity. right? You wouldn't think about the Avengers, but the Trinity being on the big screen. Yeah, right. I, I don't. I, yeah, I I don't think I've, I would have ever imagined it. You know, sat me down, six year old me, and be like, one day there's gonna be. It's like, who are you? It's like, why'd you get so fat? (laughs) (laughs) Just sit your ass down. Like, like, why are you losing your hair? Like, it's not my fault. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely right. DC in its nature is Mm, the first one to get there. So, and it looks like, well, no, because um, uh, Spider Man is gonna be. The multiverse, right? Right, right. Uh, Marvel explained it prior, but they didn't. They're not doing what DC is doing yeah. explicitly, saying, "Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, this is the multiverse." Yeah. Sort of thing. yeah. So they they kind of like alluding to it on Marvel, at, and then uh, DC is like, "You know, we're gonna do this now." Right. And when, right. When does the the Flashpoint? Flash Sometimes next year, right? Like right. In summer. Yeah. Because yeah. we know Batman is in March. 
Yeah. And then uh, Shazam is until 2023. Yeah. Black Adam is probably late next year. Right. And Aquaman 2 as well. Late next year as well? Yeah, I believe so. Or is it? I don't know. Really need to do they, 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 they start barely shooting it? I like really early so they summer did. this year or something? Right, like yeah. So give or take. Yeah. So yeah. within the next five years, we'll <laughs> <laughs> take them plus or minus, you know. But it, it, it's really cool to see the Flash. First of all, Flash movie, and then second right. of all, have them go through the experience, of whatever their version of the Flashpoint is, right? And then getting to Batman, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I'm kind of getting the feeling that it's not going to be Bruce Wayne Batman. It's going to be Thomas, if anything. If they Thomas, do that. really? Because like, but they would, they would Ben Affleck butcher him, right? But Ben Affleck's in it, right? So, are you going to do, like, both of them are Batman? Both of them are Bruce Wayne's? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, that's Why what I, well, I think the Flashpoint is just the instance where multiple portals open up from, mm-hmm. from different Earths. Yeah. And everyone gets sucked in. Yeah. Right, so I, I would love to think that there's the Keaton Batman, and I don't know where here's his Batman. And then I don't know where there's another, right? The different versions of Batman during different instances all arguing at each other. Right? Yeah. <laughs> getting mad at each other. Right. Superman meme. Right, getting the Spider-Man meme. Yeah. <laughs> just arguing like, really? They're all out of crazy voices. Yeah. Or maybe agree with each other. Who knows? Ah, uh, no, they no. wouldn't. No, yeah, no. no, they disagree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, in, it's in Batman's nature. Like, even with the Justice League, he, disagree, he right. disagrees with them. He'd be suspicious yeah. of himself. Of, himself. <laughs> of course, of course. That's, that sounds great, just seeing them arguing <laughs> at each other, like Affleck and uh, but, Keaton. Okay, so as far as we know, Keaton and, and uh, Affleck are in it, right? But what about, well, we, um, Val Kilmer is not going to, mm. we know for a fact. But yeah. what about Clooney and Bale? No, not no I, I heard Clooney's staying away from it yeah, <laughs> just because I mean, he had a bad yeah. experience with the bad nips. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> the whole generation was. And we know that um, Christian Bale is going to be a villain in one of the Marvel movies, right? Coming up? Right, uh, Thor. Thor, Thor yeah. Love and Thunder. Uh-huh. Right. So he's going to be the villain. So maybe yeah. he's, he's not going to be. Um, Which is a shame. Yeah, because I mean, like out of the, not taking Baffleck uh, into consideration, yeah. you know, he was the best one. Yeah, um, just to portray <laughs> to portray the the detective aspect of, of Batman. Right, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. But you get like the real kick ass one, and it's Affleck. Right, right. He's breaking necks. Yeah. <laughs> just that scene alone it's is crippling like, people. Right? <laughs> like you're not going home. Mm. Right. Uh, is there anything else you want to add? The Flash. Uh, Supergirl. Supergirl. I mean, if, if I get I can't get soups, might as well go for the next, the best, next best thing, thing, right? So Supergirl, her costume looks cool. I mean, I'm getting... Uh, the thing is, I'm getting very uh, Injustice feels from it. Because there's just the way it looks. Yeah. It's very... Not militaristic, but it's very... Tactical? Tactical, right. Yeah. That's a great word for it. Yeah, if it's very tactical. So I don't know if maybe instead of... Because in the original Flashpoint, yeah. it was a war with Aquaman and Wonder Woman. And right, and they're very militaristic. So mm-hmm. maybe Supergirl takes the more militaristic role, more of a dominant kind of... Because she was happy-go-lucky, right? Yeah. You know, she was happy. She was that uh, cousin of Kal-El. But here she How, looks... Well, okay, rough. okay, okay. So mm-hmm. if it's just a multi it's a, a different universe, wouldn't they just make Superman a woman instead of Supergirl? That's fair. That's true. No, that, that possibility is there. No, I wouldn't think that because that was more of Marvel's shtick. Marvel yeah. in terms of like there's different versions of like there's a female Iron Man or something. Yeah. Like that. But always DC, it was just cut and paste. 
Yeah. Right, degrees. Pretty much. Right, like this is the earth he fell in Russia. Unless they do do the, they stick true with the, the Superman storyline in the, the Flashpoint where he, instead of landing in Kansas, he landed in Metropolis. Right. And the government takes him. Right. Oh, crap. <laughs> but that would be traumatizing that for would, me. That would be traumatizing <laughs> for, for everybody. For everyone. <laughs> you see a skinny ass Kyle just like, you yeah. know, bolted on a like yeah. no, no sunlight since he came there. That's yeah, terrible. Yeah, that would be terrible. It would. I would love to see it because it's like, wow, they really went there. Mm-hmm. But again, it feels like this Flashpoint is going to be fairly different. campy. Not campy and like bad, but you know, fun. Right? Fun loving. Right. Yes, yeah, Flash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's only a teaser, so we could speculate That's, as much as we yeah. as much as we want. Yeah. So we just have to wait until next year's DC fandom when they release <laughs> They do an actual teaser and like, you're yeah. right, yeah, you're right. Oh, crap. Yeah. And be, I love behind the scenes stuff. Keep me updated. Mm-hmm. But just do it in written form so I don't see anything visually. Oh, you're one of those? Yeah, I'm one of those. Because <laughs> like, like, it's I great. Like, I mean, yeah. the Aquaman 2 behind the scene one, mm-hmm. everything's bigger. Right, they're making every, and then Black Manta is going to be a bigger part in it, and it shows him training, and it's like he has he's more flexible and he's doing flips and stuff like that. Black Adam. Oh, Black Adam. Uh, excuse uh, me, Black Manta. Black Manta. Yeah, Black Manta. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like seeing Black Manta in the first one, but looking at the looking at the suit it was like this isn't practical at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, I do like the spin to it though. That yeah. it's a whole tactical display. Right, he, yeah. he put it on, and then he he can see everything. It's not just the the holes and the, the vision, but he can see yeah. that. But I remember there was a, a storyline, mm. or there was part of his lore lore that he needed the suit to to live. Mm. Not that it was like interchangeable and stuff like that, but right. I, I guess they wreck on that. Yeah, I, I think they did it. Yeah. yeah, like it was something where, like I remember the origin or one origin I read about Black Man was that mm-hmm. he was Aquaman's greatest fan. Mm-hmm. And then something happened to him. He hurt himself, and then I guess like it was Aquaman's fault or something. Basically, right. the superhero let him down, so right. he decided to become his greatest, his greatest villain. But he gets encased. In yeah, the he armor needs instead. the suit to right. to be like to a Darth Vader esque yeah, sort of thing. Type of thing. Oh, I see that. That's sad. It's yeah. It's, it's kind of the Aquaman one was kind of like that. I mean, he wasn't his fan, mm-hmm. but he needed him, mm-hmm. and he's like, "No, do it yourself." And yeah, then, you know. Yeah, and his dad drowns. Yeah. So, uh, Black Adam. Black Adam. I'm on the fence. The Rock. Rock. I like the look (laughs) he gave me. (laughs) I... Okay, no, that's right. That's right. Why? Yeah, yeah, it's... uh, I still need to see more. We need to see more of everything. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a valid excuse. That's fair. Okay, from what I've seen, I love it. I I love the... I mean, it's The Rock. But the imposing nature of himself. Like, he gets shot, he grabs a bullet... And then like that's yeah. pretty cool. And he starts like levitating up, and they're like shooting at him, and it's like he, he grabs the dude, you know, choke, just... trying to choke slam him, but to... <laughs> <laughs> and it disintegrates him, right? It disintegrates him. Yeah, yeah. So looking at this, because Black Adam and Shazam were supposed to have the same, you know, same powers, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So obviously Shazam, Black Adam, uh, having more time and more experience, has a better handle and control of what his actual powers can do. Yeah. So does that mean that? Shazam can disintegrate somebody like that? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I would, I would think so, too. <laughs> if it's... Uh, that's the thing, dude. It, it seems like there's a fine line. 
Uh-huh. Right, like Shazam could easily do something like that, but of course he's a kid and he wouldn't really he would disable you. Yeah, or like I mean he he was doing it with the phones. That's funny. Right? Your, phone's charged. Your, your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. <laughs> and then, like the dude's phone blew up, so think that as a person. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just, Samsung. Right. What <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't happen with the Nokia? Like <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, it looks exciting. It, yeah. it looks like dark, which is cool because right. that character inherently is dark. Yeah. Um, I I'm, it, sh- it looks like it's more set in like contemporary times. Yeah. So and like we're we're talking about what what you know Justice League version he's fighting <laughs> right. gonna go up against them like the Justice Society the Super Friends the Super Friends or something like that. <laughs> to to my knowledge it's Hawkman yeah. and it's Doctor Fate Doctor Fate Hawkman and yeah. then they named like three or four right like two or three other other ones right <laughs> yeah I can't it, name but it they were that. rooted in like the mystic dark mystic yeah aspect of um of the DC universe yeah and I'm just. Dr. Faith. That's got to be one of the coolest fucking this, uh, costumes ever. Yeah, so I'm excited to see that. And I mean, Pierce Brosnan. And Pierce Brosnan, yeah. So I, is he? Is there going to be a lot of fight scenes in this, naturally? I mean, Dr. Faith's pretty, pretty crazy in himself. Yeah. So I just imagine how would Shazam, oh Shazam, excuse me, Black Adam overcome uh-huh. that? Just like, would he be calling out the different abilities, like the speed, and he punches all cops <laughs> in the face, nothing like well, that? Well, I guess. I mean, like, it's not. Gonna, I don't think it's going to be like a punchy punchy. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, at the end of Man of Steel, Superman versus Zod, they're blowing up buildings, <laughs> they're blowing like. buildings. <laughs> cities. Like, yeah. So in- I don't think it's going to be like that, and because you know all the characters that are announced for the movie do have like some sort of you know, supernatural ability to them. Right. Right. So. It is going to be interesting. How? What's the big bad fight scene that's going to be? That's going to happen. And you would imagine that because they are leading up to Black Adam versus Shazam, mm-hmm. you know, whatever iteration the Justice Society, let's just call it Justice Society, yeah, okay. they're going to lose. Right. Right. If lose, if not, see the error of their ways. Because I feel yeah. they're going to take the the narrative stride of making him the antihero. Yeah. Right. So in reality, it's either the good guys are technically the bad guys, mm-hmm. or that they're upholding a certain quo, and that they're unaware of because it's it's right. Yeah. Right. It's like you know what we're doing is what we've been doing since the longest time and it's like, been working as it was as it shall be you know, type of shit. <laughs> right? exactly right it's like like superman at least it, he was ground level and he mm-hmm. could he could talk to the people and like okay this is it's changing but these people especially the mysticism there's already a detachment to the norm yeah right like slavery might not be something they think about all the time but black adam as much as his lore is it's based that like, he was a slave since before he got the powers yeah yeah, and then you know, true power corrupts absolutely. Right, absolute right. power corrupts absolutely. Right. So I'm thinking, you know, instead of having it be like a conventional on Earth fight scene, what mm. about it like the Mystic Realm? They can oh, take it to, the to contain it. Yeah, to con- try to contain him. Right, that would that, be and then cool. that's where he gets sealed. And then the teaser we saw was him being released from that. So maybe that could be the setup for Black Adam Two versus Shazam. So you think? Oh, that would be oh, that'd be devious. That's dirty. <laughs> That's so dirty. But yeah, and then you're right because they. <laughs> See now I'm thinking: Could Black Adam mentor Shazam? If it's that case, that means he still has that darkness in him, but. Shazam doesn't have a good handle on it just yet. Maybe that's a that's a good angle. Uh, we do see in the the black in the Shazam two uh, BTS. We do see the 
the the wizard. We right. see him again. Mm-hmm. So maybe could be like a warning, right? Like, hey, you know, don't. There's another one of you out there. Don't. Uh, or there's an evil awakening. Right. Right. Because it seems like something's happened, and there's these old gods coming up. Yeah. Right? I think the to the the two Lucy Liu and Lucy, I, and Helen Mirren. And Helen Mirren, thank you. Is uh, right. It's their uh, like goddesses. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Because the thing is, I've, when they announced Black Adam, he's a bad guy. They, they announced Black Adam before Shazam. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He's getting his old thing before him. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's what weirded me out because he's a bad guy inherently, yeah. right? But yeah. they want to build him as an anti-hero, obviously. Yeah. But how do you build an anti-hero without making him go into the territory of a bad guy? I mean, you have to sympathize him to some way. Yeah. I right? mean, you would have to show the, the like his origin. Right. Like him being uh, a slave and an Egyptian slave right. and, that, and fighting that on the pits, yeah, right? and, and, fighting, yeah, and then getting the powers, overthrowing the the system that and imprisoned then be, him, becoming the, the black Adam that we know and love, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's gonna be interesting because we have Shazam, arguably, uh, you know, the pure, right, mm-hmm. like the amalgamation of what Superman strives to be in some degree, yeah, right, grounded in humanity, but also having these godly powers, and then you have Black Adam, who's been there, who's kind of like a mirror to him. Yeah. He's a kid, a slave, yeah, right. He's all those things that Shazam takes for granted. He, he would love to have like, yeah. family, friends. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see those conflict. I mean, we've seen yeah. both of their stories. Yeah. Really, you know. And I get the feeling that just the nature of, of you know the Rock, the actor, mm. I don't think he's gonna want to take like a backseat role. No. So it's gonna be like if anything, Shazam's gonna take the backseat. Backseat. Yeah. So it's probably gonna be like Shazam is gonna have his own adventure, his own adventures, and Black Adam as well. But yeah. then when they come together, you're trying to fight, you know, and hero versus anti-hero. Right, right. Which, I, God, like the DCEU, I love. Yeah. Right, but I, I hate when they they shelled soups. Yeah. Because I would love to see Shazam and Black, Black and, and Shazam and Superman versus, versus Black, Black Adam. Adam. That would be cool. <laughs> it's it, it gives credence because like Adam, as much as we know, he's in the right. Yeah. Right? You know, he's fought for his you know against for, slavery. Yeah. Right. The basis human needs. But you could also it's it could be subverted. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he thinks he's in the right, but he's not. People are dying. Yeah. Right. People are getting. He's killing. The ends justify the means. Right. And thing. then you have Superman, and then you have Shazam, mm-hmm. who are these embodiment of this, and they're trying to drill into his head, but he's too powerful <laughs> to like. I don't care. I'm a god. Why yeah. would I care? Yeah. And then you know, he it could be that moment where he sees what he, the destruction he's done, yeah. like Adam. Yeah. Right. And that's the only way to sate him is to you know go back to your uh, your cut not your country but um, the capital that you ruled upon prior to yeah. this and so fix that up. Almost a Thanos like. Right. Right. You know, but instead of mm-hmm. you know the traditional beat em up Marvel, we there's words. <laughs> we there's, use our words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the uh, Shazam when. Um, the doc, the the Mark Strong's character uh-huh. and Shazam, they're like a mile apart talking to each other. He's like, "What? I can't hear you." <laughs> I, can't, like, <laughs> <laughs> I love the, I love the fact that kids beat him. Yeah, right. That that's the he has this whole grandiose ambition. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna take over the company. No, it's very it's very like you have gods with you. you yeah, the machinations of like sin. Why would you mm-hmm. wanna? But it's it's that childish thing, right? That mm-hmm. it's. That the whole path that you're on is not as serious as you thought it would be. Yeah. 
But he's like, he, has, he has a monologue, right? He has a monologue. He's like all saying his ambitions. Like, I'm going to destroy you like an ant or something. Yeah, and then he's, he's like, like, I, I can't hear you. Like, what? Like, what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Why would anybody think this is a good way to do Right, right. So... Uh, and I like doing the they all turn to the Shazam family. They're like, say my name. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm excited. For yeah. That. And it's and, only a, a behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm guessing we might get a, um, like some sort of a trailer or something. Comic-Con next year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. You know, yeah, it probably. does look like. The gears are starting to spin back up and all that shit. You know, right. movie theaters are open, concerts are happening, right. music festivals to some extent are going on. So why not uh, a room of two hundred thousand swelling nerds? <laughs> nerds <you know? laughs> right. So yeah. maybe yeah. we might get to see something. Oh, I was hoping for some Wonder Woman news, but alas, I don't think we're gonna get. Any no, time. I mean we just got a Wonder Woman that's movie. Fair. Like, what other news are you expecting? That's not movie wise. Well. That's true. I mean, I wanted some inkling that one mm-hmm. woman was in the line somewhere. I mean, eventually. Yeah, know. I would have loved to, you know, I would have loved a Wonder Woman set in Themyscira and then you introduce like Artemis and like the other known Amazonians mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But, with, they're doing a storyline with those, right? Like a, a comic story or? Yeah. Or, right, yeah, okay. yeah. I remember seeing something about yeah, that. Yeah, it's like her 80th, they're introducing like her long lost sister. Because there's a okay. <laughs> right, right, there's the whole thing like Another a well of souls or something like that, and like they that's where they get the Amazonians from, and then like this one popped up like, hey, I'm your sister. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You know, comic. Yeah, <laughs> Peacemaker. Peace. Maker. Maker. You could tell straight up James Gunn is all over this. Right. It's all the James Gunn. Yeah, it's it's in good hands. Yeah. And I love John Cena. I, I don't it's, know it's why. Hard, it's hard for me to say that because, like, <laughs> like I, the, I, I used to watch wrestling for mm. only for a little, a little bit. It was yeah. only like a four or five year period when I watched wrestling, and John Cena always seemed like a douche. Mm. But like character wise, he's not because like he, he has the the record amount of Make a Wish Foundation visits and mm. like he's he constant charity and all that shit. So right. like personality wise. He seems like a good guy, yeah. But just the character he portrayed in in wrestling was just like a douche, right? I but see. so there there isn't that uh, distraction for me or that um, extraction mm. whenever I see John Cena in a movie. Yeah, it's always John Cena. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can't you can't not be John Cena. Yeah, but he fucking you could tell straight up that he has fun with what he's doing. Yeah, and like that's making me turn. Like it's not like I hated him because I, I don't. I was just indifferent to him. Yeah, but it's it's still John Cena. So like, yeah, it because comes down to that. Yeah, I don't I don't remember much about the wrestling spot, but I do have seen the the movies with John Cena in where he's like a military dude, like yeah. in Bumblebee or something like that. Yeah, but I love seeing him taking more comedic roots. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's scenes where he has no like he just has his underwear on and it's not even boxers. It's just like <laughs> it's you know, tiny tiny white, <laughs> and he's dancing with his, <laughs> his helmet on. And I loved it in The Suicide Squad, where he was like, why do you have your pants down? And it's like, he's in the jungle, and he's like, I sleep naked, or something like that. So I, I like that he's not taking it too seriously. He's not taking that whole um, like military-esque look. Yeah. So I like it when he's in those roles that let him follow different avenues. And like you said, not the douche yeah. role, right? Because that's something that feels like... Four, four or five years he's been playing that role for longer for longer right yeah, yeah. he's like as early 2000s yeah so and I like 
his portrayal of uh, Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. You know, you and you get that scene when after he kills Rick, Rick Flag. You know, and it's triggering for you, <laughs> but he gets the sense of like I'm doing this to preserve peace, like right. and, and no matter what cost. Right, and no matter how many I have to no kill. No matter how many I have to kill, but it has to be done, you know, right. because that's what I do. Yeah. And you get the you you get the the feeling that he's struggling with that. And then it looks like the Peacemaker TV TV show it's going to be a uh, you know, not a reprogramming of him, but like him trying to see thing that there is gray in the world, right. not just the black and white. Right, he's trying to cope. Yeah. Right. I mean, as much as he goes to his dad, and his dad's indifferent about him. He's yeah. Like, oh, okay, we. I can see the inklings of, <laughs> of why you're you're like this, where it's like the means justify the ends because yeah. maybe you didn't get your means or your ends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, it's funny though, like you have um, all these comedic undertones throughout the whole throughout the whole <laughs> teasers like his name is he has a, a bald eagle in his car oh my <laughs> like, god it's eagly it's eagly yeah, it's like the you named an eagle eagly <laughs> did you name was it you name your dog doggy or something like that <laughs> the dumbest thing it's ever. the dumbest that they say to his face yeah and i love that he's not that mass murder like i'm going to kill you if you yeah, talk he's like revenge like, like, what yeah, like, <laughs> he doesn't get it right he doesn't understand <laughs> it even at the end of the teaser which i the eagle's hugging him. Yeah. It's like, Dad, take, get, it, take a picture. Take a picture. picture. I don't want to move. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> or, or when he's in the hospital and he's talking to the janitor, he's like, I'm, I'm supposed to be in jail for, like, what? I'm a superhero. I'm a superhero. <laughs> it's like, superhero? What are you, Peacemaker? Oh, Peacemaker. Peacemaker's a fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a real thing. Like, Why are you wearing... They give, him, they give him crap. Yeah. Even in the show, but also in Suicide Squad. Yeah. It's like, who wears a toilet on their head? <laughs> it's like, it's not a toilet. It's tactical. It's a symbol of freedom. <laughs> it's a symbol of freedom. Like, and then even when he comes to the restaurant, like, you're wearing your full gear? Like, why are you wearing that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's all um, James Gunn. Yeah, because you know, like he has that that sense of humor. We've seen it in uh, the Guardian movies, and we saw it in, in uh, the the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So the, the, all those comedic undertones, and and then the, and then and it has to be some of uh, John Cena. Yeah. Like his portrayal, his his down, his, the the ability for him to be down with uh, you know being shit on as the character and all that stuff. Right. So I'm I'm excited. When is this supposed to come out? Do we know? Yeah, I think, uh, is it? This year or year? next year? Yeah, like one episode this year. Because they're not doing the binge format, right? They do episodic Episodics, stuff. Episodics, yeah. Right, so. Peace. I'm ready to cry with this TV show. Really? Yeah, I feel like John Cena, he plays the comedic role. January 2022. A uh, 2022, so beginning of next year. Okay. Beginning of next year. Oh, man, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh... It's one thing where if you, you're <laughs> the, the girl at the end, the the, 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 the black chick at the end shoots the guy he's already dead. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't have to shoot. Oh, him right, you know, it's like, oh, oh. kill him already. Right, because she's a trainee. It's yeah. like, just why he's already? He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> right. They gave him like a mentor role too. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I with him, he's so comedic, right? But mm. I don't want to see him cry. It it it, it kills me inside because he seems like. He's the character that's he takes a lot of shit, but he also takes a lot of uh, like levity to it. Yeah, like, everything's kind of funny and everything's kind of like a joke. Yeah, but if it's like um, in Angels of Shield with the tall black dude, I forget his name, Mac. Mac, yeah, right? he's, everything's he's, serious. To everything's the serious, and then you know, and he's funny and stuff like that. But when something traumatic happens to him, and it always happens in every season, yeah. it, it kills me. So yeah. seeing Peacemaker trying to make peace with his demons. Well, <laughs> yeah, trying to pay me the big bucks. Yeah, but yeah, trying to make peace—it's—it's it's something that 
is it going to be a very not just a superhero TV show, but something that has some weight to it? It's going to be. You know, yeah. you can't have a character that's essentially a serial killer <laughs> be, com- be confronted be confronted with his demons and not have like some sort of emotional uh, journey that's, that's or fantastic. To, to, to cross over. Yeah. Yeah, see, Marvel, take note on your TV shows or something. Yeah, some like some yeah. of them lean more towards the comic booky, but this seems like it's a human hum, human journey. Humanity? Yeah, humanity journey. You know, yeah, a human yeah, journey. The emotion, yeah. right? You know, he wants to make a peace with everything because mm-hmm. the things he did probably are not sitting well. He was gonna kill Radcatcher, yeah. but he didn't look like you know peace. But he's like like tired. Like has, like, I have yeah, to kill another to friend. Do, yeah, yeah. So like you could you could tell that killing um, uh, Rick Flag and you know. Is potentially executing uh, to kill Ratcatcher. It that fucked him up because like I get the sense that he was never never really treated as a family, mm. and then like here I think it's even said like we're your family now. Yeah, so, he was a tool most yeah. of the time, right? Yeah. yeah. So now I get the I get the sense that he, there is he does have to potentially come to that that hurdle of fuck like maybe what I was doing or the way I was looking at things wasn't exactly uh, right. 100%. Right. And this is Peacemaker. Yeah. Like, who the hell is Peacemaker, right? <laughs> and it's great that they're bringing, they're not scraping the bottle, but they're bringing new life to these characters. Yeah. Right? New contemporary. Polka Dot Man. Right. Polka Dot Man. Man. Right? Like, who We're the fuck, set. Who the fuck knew? Who the hell is Polka Dot Man? What's with this mall? Like, what's, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's a nice spin and I love that so much. You don't have to rely on the name and the main name characters. You can yeah. take another character, root it in humanity, mm-hmm. make it emotional and then you have something great. Gold. Yeah. Which, again, it has to be said about the the DC change and tr- starting to trust more their uh, their directors and creators and, and the, the all that stuff and hopefully yeah. hopefully you know Suicide Squad Shazam uh, Wonder Woman Aquaman Aquaman Flash. It, yeah, <laughs> Batgirl well, um, t- movies that have come out already oh, okay. yeah. like they learned their lesson with like yeah maybe they're not story wise not the greatest but like you could come come out and do a, a pretty decent uh, you know. Aquaman story or right. a Shazam story or yeah. Wonder yeah. Woman story but all you have to do is just stay the fuck away yeah <laughs> get away from me like, yeah. let us do our own thing we exactly. know we're storytellers trust, right? not us yeah, trust, yeah, trust your, your, your the people you hired to, to take these movies on yeah and you know hopefully we know because of you know the the incre- the crazy success of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy that they're doing with hopefully they're trusting James Gunn yeah yeah, I would like to see him direct more Suicide Squad movies, though. Yeah, yeah, he works well with those ensembles. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of people at one point like a familial kind of sense, mm-hmm. right? I would love him to see a World War Two film. Just me. Just oh, yeah. I mean, a you, platoon, you, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. From like you know them talking crap to each other <laughs> and stuff like that, and then something big happens and you can't You'd, ignore it. It would have to be a comedy, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you can't. Have, Make a joke, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. All right, the big baddie. Oof, time, the best for last. The best for last. Right, here, let me get the Batman. Matt Reeves presents the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go back. All right, when they first announced that they're going to do a standalone Batman movie, this was pre-Batman versus Superman, right? And they were going to make it as like a assault on Arkham type of movie with Ben Affleck Ben Affleck both directing and starring right Bur- directing writing and starring right 
And then, as you know, shit went south with his personal life and all that crazy stuff that happened to Ben Affleck, he one by one started to take like, kind of fall apart. Yeah, well, like first it was gonna, first it was going to be only only starring, or like mm-hmm. only writing and starring, and then only starring, and then neither. They, right, yeah. you know, and then they're going to do a, a complete reboot of the character. Gave it to Matt Reeves. And initially, it was going to be like the whole assault in Arkham, but yeah. then they were like, you know, we'll just do our own thing. Yeah. Then they announced Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Which then, was like, oh my God. Yeah, everyone's like, ugh, the angel. Rightly, 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 right. rightly, right. <laughs> rightly, <laughs> rightly so. so. Right. Yeah, if, if, it kind of pisses me off. But it's, if you grew up with like the Twilight and all of that blowback, like, okay, yes, granted. Mm-hmm. But you know. Well, we did. We grew up in that era. Right. Twilight yes. being the whole thing. Yes. But yeah. after that, right? Uh-huh. He's a fairly good actor. He is. Outside of Twilight. Yeah. He I'm just gonna... happened to be in that role, unfortunately. Yeah. Type, he got typecast in that. Right. Like that teeny popper um, type of movie. Right. Characters right. that he portrayed in. And I agree with you. He is a pretty good actor. Yeah. Um, so when I and I learned my lesson with Ben Affleck because when they first announced Ben Affleck I was like no god no fuck no you really know? I learned my lesson with Bale remember there's a blowback like really Bale's gonna be a Batman right and there's always a there, there's always yeah Batman. exactly that's true but I, I was uh, Bale I was like uh, whatever <laughs> like he was relatively an unknown at that point he had only done like American Psycho The Mystique mm, you know okay. so like it wasn't like uh, he didn't have the the notoriety that Ben Affleck has had. Mm-hmm. You know, he was in Daredevil, which stunk. And <laughs> yeah, yeah so, Daredevil is another. Well, yeah. Yeah. So when they announced Ben Affleck as Daredevil, I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> but then when I saw, I saw the him being yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck, I'm like, yes, <laughs> God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sad Batman. Yeah. yeah. So when they announced Robert Pattinson, I was like. You know, just give the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And they released that the trailer last year, and it was like, okay, yeah, I, I'm <laughs> But then they released this. The teaser. This. Teaser oh, or trailer? Trailer, trailer, full-on trailer right? right? Full-on trailer. Full-on. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. It's it's epic. Yeah. It looks epic. Yeah. But, yeah. And I hope it's not one of these, like, days of future past where the trailer's better than the movie. Oh, please, no. We're <laughs> Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, the trailer was so good. Yeah. And then I watched the movie, I was like, really? <laughs> like, what's going on? Here? But should we start from the top? Yeah, go okay. for it. Let's start from the top. So, yeah. the, the first scene you get is a diner, and it evokes, oh, Jesus, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, it's yeah, uh, ready. Gotta get comfortable. Yeah, right, that's true. Yeah. The, the stretches, mm-hmm. but it's uh, the painting. Uh, I don't know if it's, I don't know the name of the, the painting. Of the, the infamous it, diner fifties fifty right, style diner painting. Right. It's, it's like, like a, a huge guy, yeah. window, and there's a guy eating at the diner. No. But uh, this time it's uh, it's uh, the it looks dog. like it's in an alley. Right. It's an, it's a diner in an alley. Yeah. Which right? is why why would why right. would it be like that? But right, know, it's Gotham. Gotham. I mean, they just course. build on top yeah. of the building. <laughs> right. And that that's the first thing I loved about the feel, and not only the the rest of the trailer but just how it goes into it first my gotham is very claustrophobic yeah very claustrophobic very uh gritty which which is what i like about the opening scene in justice league when Mm -hmm. he's fighting the parademon where it looks like it's it's stacked on top of everything yeah that's and i hate that they didn't go back to that yeah right and it became like this is the upside this is the uptown of gotham it's Mm -hmm. nice and looks kind of like san francisco (laughs) like like, no go back to the grittiness but uh yeah, that versatility mm-hmm. and the dark and the dizziness. There, there's puddles of crap all over. Or blood I, or whatever. <laughs> more, blood, more likely blood. Yeah. But that's the first thing that I loved about it. 
and, yeah. and I'm, I'm skeptical because I love it so much. <laughs> you I love it so much. So you're, you think your expectations are going to be way too high. Yeah. Even this is just Gotham. Mm-hmm. Right, this is the city. This is not even a talking character at this point. <laughs> no. I'm judging the movie by the city, and so far that's a ding. Yeah, well, right. Gotham as much as as much of a character as anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the the whole dynamic of what Gotham is, the the characteristics, it all lends to why Batman became Batman. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, I, I could see like seeing something that most accurately represents represents what your Gotham is to you. And to me as well, that's, I like I, I love that the trailer it looks awesome. I'm like, yes, they're, it seems like <laughs> like they're gonna get it right. That's what it seems like. You know, yeah. like we we're talking about um, the Tim Burton Batman, uh, and if it, you saying like it, you gave you that feeling, but it was built on a soundstage and it's yeah. all this like so the nature of that makes it feel like that. But then we get into the Nolan verse, and Nolan, you know, brought it to real life. You know, right. they, they shot in L.A., Chicago, Pittsburgh, New York. Yeah, it's a amalgamation yeah. of every major city, major city yeah. in the U.S. Right? Yeah, right. so it kind of made the, the, the Gotham not feel as dingy, mm-hmm. but feel bigger. Yes. Way bigger. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, yeah. and this is like, like Nolan did a good step, but I feel like Reeves is just it's, it's right on. Yeah. Right, and this is just ten seconds. <laughs> this is just ten second ins, but I really take like the feeling. Money. Right, just take it. Like I love that glass window. Right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah. I, I just like that. Yeah. That's yeah. So far. That's so it. that's our and then that's our first real look at uh, Paul Dano as the Riddler. Yes. He looks like just some computer nerd. Right. right. And um, and we got we got posters and stuff like that beforehand. Mm-hmm. And like I said. It, like well, I we we saw and I said online where it, it kind of feels like they're doing like giving him a Zodiac killer type of vibe. Type of vibe, right? Yeah, right. you take potentially one of the most laughed at um, villains. Pretty in, much, in, yeah. In, in, <laughs> in the, like hush, right, right, right. <laughs> like, it's, it's all about how <laughs> Joker's a joke. Yeah, it's, the Riddler's a the joke. Riddler's a joke. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like he wears green everything. Everything's yeah. red. That is, yeah. yeah, he's it's absolutely a joke. But this is threatening. Very. Very threatening. Like, he's the kind of guy who would, you know, hey, here's a donut, and slice your throat open, and then eat your donut. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you take... While you making take, a riddle. You take the, um... Like, unfortunately, the, the serial killer um, community, I guess you would say. And, like, there's a lot of people that would crawl into a person's bed or, or house or something, you know, kidnap a child or murder right. somebody. And, the, and you get that feeling from this this Riddler. Yeah. Where it's so fucking creepy beyond beyond what any Riddler... Oh, Jesus. Beyond, <laughs> beyond any iteration of Riddler, right. of uh, Riddler we've seen. Right, right. And it's... Uh, and the joke on... The, like, the caveat of it is he's making freaking riddles yeah. while you're dead. Yeah. Like, what... <laughs> and th- that's, like, the spin to it, yeah, right? That's... Like, this is Gotham, where a murderer is not only a person who would kill you effectively, but will make a riddle, yeah. a joke. Essentially <laughs> mock you. Right. death, yeah. Right. And it's like... Your death is a part of a bigger game, so it really could have been anybody, but he chose. He just happened random, randomly happened to kill you. Right, that's right. the type of thing. Yeah, and that's and there's the next scene where it's uh, it's Gotham, the police department. They're baffled. Yeah, right. They don't know what to do, and then you know they turn to the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. The Dark yeah. Knight, who's been operating for a year. At least a year. Right they, a year? They say, like, let's say, let's give it a good five, because mm. they say it's year two, but. 
come on. There's, yeah, there's yeah. got to be some reality into this. So let's say uh, within the uh, five, you know, two to five years. Right, because he was arguably he was uh, ten. How old was he when uh, Thomas and ten, Martha, yeah, ten about ten? Yeah. So you could say he's, I don't know, like a at least a teenager at this point. Maybe mid twenties, little mid twenties, twenty yeah. twenty-ish, twenty-five, yeah, twenty-five, but, no, 25, but things that he's that. doing should not be what he's doing no. at his age. Right? No, no, no. Because of course he has to train, but you know yeah. you can just assume that. Yeah, and there the ads in the in the first teaser that came out last year was like when he says they the 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 gang confronts him and he beats the shit out of the one dude. The one dude. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I always bring that up like dude he just asked these questions. He did have to like cripple him three times. <laughs> and then it, on this trailer it shows the reverse of that when he's like li- um standing up in the rain and then you everybody see the terrified faces in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and these are I, I don't know, they're, they're like gangsters. Yeah. Right? They're just, they're obviously hardened Gothamites. 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 Gothamites, right? You know, yeah. they, they know the game of Gotham and they've been playing it fairly well because they're out in at night. Yeah. At, was it a was it a bus? No, train station? Probably. I think it was a train some station. Right? They're at some location, dingy yeah. place and they know they they think they ruled the town. Yeah. And here comes Bruce Wall, Batman, Batman. And then he like straight up lifts the dude and he has some taser attachment on his hand. Which makes sense. Right. Like, we've never seen that in 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 a movie like the <laughs> In every Batman movie, aside from uh, the Bat, the Batfleck, mm-hmm. he he did the you know um, he did something with his voice, and right. it was all just the, the actor, right? The so, <laughs> right. But then, um, but then, like a Bam, a Ben Affleck's Batman is like, why not just make a modulator, a voice right. modulator? Like, who are the thumbs? Yeah, like. so it's something. It's something like that's that funny, like. Of course, you would want to have something on your gloves or something to, to give you an a, a leg up in a fight. Right. So why not taser the fuck out of somebody? <laughs> right, and it, it adds another avenue of fear. Yeah. Like, I feel like Batman, especially when it comes like say Green Lantern, the, mm-hmm. the, he won't get the Green Lantern ring, but he'll get the yellow ring, which is fear. Yeah. Right. So it, he, every tool in his kit is meant to invoke that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is the best. I mean, you there's this dude in a bat suit, and he's choking a buddy of yours. And what's even weirder is that he's shaking like inc- uncontrollably and he's getting tased. Like, what's scarier than those combination <laughs> of things where he just punches yeah. a dude, he falls over? But even more so than that, the mm. scenes where he's getting shot. Oh! And he just takes it like nothing. <laughs> oh, like, God, yes. Yeah. Off. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you, you have something, uh, you, the weapon that's potentially like the big, um, I'd say, divider, you know, like you, something that gives you power over somebody, it's a weapon. Right. And then you shoot him and nothing happens. He right. just takes it like a, like that's all you he got. He doesn't even flinch. No. Yeah, he just walks into it. And yeah. then there's a, there's one scene, I know we're jumping around yeah. because my mind's jumping around. <laughs> but there's a scene where he's walking in the hallway, the hallway. and it's very Marvel because <laughs> it's the hallway. But it's one shot. I would say, I would, I, I would uh-huh. argue that Nolan did it first. Nolan did the hallway scene? Yeah. I think he, yeah. Well, which scene was that? I don't quite remember. In Dark Knight Rises, when he's gonna go talk to Bane the first time, uh-huh. and he's going in the subways and all that stuff, and it's like you can see the oh the, yeah the, the flash of the guns, and it's him just like going from one. Well, I feel to like this up. is better. <laughs> <laughs> just, it, it, it elevates Nolan's foundation. Because it actually hits him. Well, not just that, because it's dark. Yeah, it's pitch dark. Right, the only things you see in the light sources are the muzzle flashes. It's like, the same with Nolan. Right. You see, the, 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 the light flashes are the muzzle flash. Yeah, but I feel like this is, it's like one long hallway, and it's like mm. kind of like a one take. Yeah. But it, each time there's a flash, he moves forward. Closer, closer. Right, right. And, and then there's two 
two people with uh, automatic, automatic weapons, weapons right. firing at him, and he's just like there. All right. That's <laughs> like I love wonders, but yeah. if there's something creatively and narratively that yeah. you can instill in them, oh god. Yeah, which tends to ask the question: like, does that suit? Is that suit going to be like a first version suit, or mm-hmm. is he going to like eventually adapt, evolve, and stuff like that? Because we saw it in the Nolan Nolan movies where he wanted to be able to turn his head, right. so they had to redesign the whole suit, and the redesigning the whole suit made it vulnerable to some attacks. Right, right. So is this? Bulletproof gonna be like throughout throughout the movie, yeah, for sure. But right. if they continue the Matt Reeves verse, <laughs> the Patton verse, right? Are they gonna? Is he gonna mod- modify his his suit? So this is all just speculation, obviously. So, right, naturally. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it seems like it's dipping into sci-fi. Yeah. Because the the Nolan stuff it makes sense, right? And the whole uh, the impact and that it's not gonna always work all the time because the the frame's been you know it's uh, cracking. Yeah, it's, right? it's been compromised. Yeah, yeah, it's been so in this sense, it seems so science fiction because he doesn't flinch at all. There's no there's no energy distribution. Yeah, because like even if you get shot with a and, and you're wearing a bulletproof vest, right? You know you have that initial force, the kinetic energy, right. the bullet hitting you, and a lot of people. You, you've seen people who get shot wearing bulletproof vests and they take it off they have a big ass bruise right because right. depending on how uh, how powerful the, the brown you get shot with you yeah. the kinetic energy of being hit still fucks you up right you get a bruise yeah but for in both instances where he's getting shot here there's nothing yeah right? there's, there's nothing. nothing like I would the first one yeah the first one he gets shot when he's fighting the gang he, uh-huh. like, he gets shot and he goes like that Oh, okay. Yeah. But when he's right. getting shot with the, the automatic yeah, rifles, he's just, yeah, he's just taking so. it. Yeah. So it's... Uh, like Superman. Right, right. right. <laughs> he's, he's taking it like Superman, but there's... Maybe there's a... a like... A uh, kinetic redistribution. Distrib- mm-hmm. Right, there's like maybe... Some sort of magnetic... Right, right something, something that the impact is redistributed to his fists and he punches someone. So like T'Challa's kid, right, right, not like, you know, something because in, in vibranium, right, 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 whatever it is. For, it, but in the scene where he's in the hall, it seems like he's uh, he has to he has to fight them while he's getting shot. Yeah. So there's like some sort. He's moving. He's not kind of he's not Iron Man of stealing it up. Yeah. Where he's just walking into them, but there's some he has to move because I don't know physics or yeah. science or something like that or taking out bad guys right yeah. right there's some sort of because that is true that would kind of like wow really that armor is like he has plot armor like literal yeah like like not the like Mandalorian as in he doesn't it doesn't yeah. do anything to him yeah which so we'll see maybe what the whole best car a, a bat suit man right exactly so <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see the explanation I mean you there are scenes with Alfred Alfred. And obviously you said Andy Circus. Right, Andy Circus, and you said it was the SIS one, the which SIS. I haven't seen too often. Right, the well, military. We, a little bit of that with Jeremy Irons. It was a little bit like it was more right, tiny, right. more mechanic, mechanical and shit like that. Right, for him it felt more mechanical, mm-hmm. but for Andy Circus it seems like he taught him some stuff. Yeah, right, because he has that figure where it's like, yeah, I wasn't just with the the mechanic and stuff, but like I was wet work. Yeah, so maybe uh, some of that. And we we also saw Commissioner Gordon, but mm. is it going to be Commissioner Gordon or is it going to be Lieutenant Gordon? It's going to be Lieutenant. Yeah, it's going right. to be. Well, that's that's a good question because it's he's underground as well, mm-hmm. and Lieutenant he, he's even if he's a captain. Yeah. Or when, when he's a commissioner, whichever whichever one below. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think his commissioner he was like the the ranking the head, guy, but he yeah. was always 
with them. Boots on the ground. Yeah, even yeah. though heels the ranking, usually you don't have to go in the front. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I want to say it could be Commissioner Gordon his first year on the job. As commissioner. As commissioner. Okay. Yeah, because it seems like if if Batman has already been active for give or take three or five years, mm-hmm. then it would, it would make in some realm that he was like, this is either his first year on the job as Commissioner Gordon or maybe his, his first, first okay. overall. Yeah. But I, I know there's been storylines, especially in the year one Batman, where mm-hmm. you know commis- uh, Commissioner Gordon isn't the commissioner yet. It's mm-hmm. the Lieutenant Gordon and all that stuff. And there there is a couple of years of... Of them interacting and gaining that trust and bonding yeah. to be able to trust each other. Yeah. And then Commissioner Gordon becomes Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, because it makes sense there is a repertoire. I mean, he has the he has the signal. Yeah. Right? He has So he has it set up over that. So there's some sort of... And then I think in the first trailer, he, you know, he hands them the stuff. It's like they know each other. Yeah. So there's some inkling of, like, we know each other set of thing. Yeah. When they interact anyway. Yeah. 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 Like, they... they not necessarily a hundred percent trust each other, but they know that they can, that they're both working towards the same goal. Right, Probably, and, but one's and, doing it outside the law, and the one has is doing it with constraint of the law. Right, exactly. And I would argue that this is like Gordon is what makes him seek out more help. Yeah, just because it's, but he's still angry though. Mm-hmm. Right, there's still that fury and that you know that malice that he's gonna impose on the ne'er do wells of Gotham. So there could be an instance where you know like. He starts, I don't know, softening up, or at least trusting people, or at least, you know, uh, Batman. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the only time will tell when the movie comes out. Uh, and we're, it's, we're not that far, actually. Really? We're six months. Really? That's a long <laughs> It's not a long time. It felt. It barely felt like yesterday. It was starting 2021, and we're almost done. That's true. Right, that's true. So it's it, like as soon as it's gonna come like that. Yeah. So yeah. we're gonna be in waiting for the movie. And, to watch it, I bought my Eternals tickets. Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. I'm watch it uh, Saturday at 10:30 p.m. At Regal? No, at the AMC. AMC, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, nicest one. That's yeah. true. I'm at the Regal. The Regal in the Alhambra. Yeah, Alhambra. Yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe we'll see each other. Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle. I love it. I, I period. Love this as well. That's yeah. Period. See, th- these are characters where you could cast them however the fuck you want yeah because they work right like Jeffrey Wright's character Jeffrey Wright plays Commissioner Gordon mm-hmm. a black guy playing Commissioner Gordon right and it doesn't matter that he's not a white guy because the character works right Selena Kyle Zoe, Kra- Zoe Kravitz you know half black I think right and she's ethnic right the character works you look at her you're like yeah that's Selena Kyle right that's the first thing I yeah. see I mean there was there's even blowback with uh, Nolan's uh, Catwoman oh, I forgot her name uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, thank you. And then she like trips Bruce while he has a cane. I was like, okay, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so a prime example of as long as you get the characters right, it doesn't matter who you cast. Right. It's. I mean, not to take like, oh my gosh, they're fictional characters. Yeah. First of all, but secondly, the main point is that you're right. It's it's if they get the essence of who the characters are. Yeah. Right. You know, like Selena's not going to be you know. Uh, like saying a, a cursing <laughs> right saying a, cursing up a storm right She's, that's not Selena Kyle yeah. but if you take the essence of these characters and who they are mm-hmm. anything then that's who they will be yeah right you don't have to even make it like shoehorn some background behind it like oh this is the second Catwoman the first Catwoman is white and yeah, it's like no. like that that's a crutch because you hold it down you have to build this found like that doesn't make much <laughs> sense you, know, you take time making trying to evaluate the past where you can just 
this is how it is and they move forward. Yeah. I like the dynamic that they're building. Yeah. Which is the Selena Kyle, the 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 Catwoman Batman dynamic. Yes. Which which is awesome because you see it in the trailers. Like, I wonder who you are under there. Right. Oh, is, <laughs> is that a mission or is that like. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's uh, there. There's instances where like Batman is beating on on someone, and mm-hmm. Selena's like like a scared. Yeah, like holy right? shit! Like holy shit! This guy's real. Yeah, yeah right. But uh, there is that flirtation. I and then you did say I did love the bobcat. I do the bobcat. Yeah. But I also love the simplicity of her suit. It's, yeah. It's just the OG Very suit. Very basic. Yeah. It's just the like yeah, a suit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's nothing too fancy. This is how it is. And I like in the 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 first teaser that they released a year ago. Where she had the the beanie or like the the face mask, mm-hmm. like the whole the balaclava, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. But it was angled in a way where it made it look like she had the right the, the, the ears, right? Yeah, <laughs> which, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. So is it gonna be a year one for her too, or year two for her too? It has to be, right? right. Like, you know, the the Selena Kyle origin was like she was a essentially a prostitute, mm-hmm. and then a, the the madam of a prostitute, a prostitute ring. Yeah, and then. A cat burglar and all that stuff. She used her skills. I think she was a ballerina as well, right? Ballerina. Yeah, there's That's so many. Yeah, there's cons. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure she's not a prostitute now. No, no. She's like, I don't know, an orphan. Yeah, <laughs> some, something. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. So I would imagine that, yeah, you know, something happens where she maybe has been doing it a little bit longer than Bruce, mm. and then they encounter each other, and he sees that maybe she's not um, playing bad as. Um, the other characters, or he does start to, you know, fall in love with her oh, as sucks. they do. Yeah, which, I love it. Yeah, I mean, really, there are only a few uh, uh, comic book couples uh-huh. you're, you're uh, well, at least I'm okay with mm. Batman and Selena Kyle, Lois Lane, and, and Superman, Superman and Mary Jane, and, and, and Peter Parker. And Peter Parker. Um, <laughs> Those really are the only ones. Gwen, you could. You, no, you no, no. No. Mary Jane. Mary, Mary Jane. Jane, Mary Jane. That's the, yeah, that's his first love, but Mary Jane is the true love. Yeah, that's true. But um, I'm trying to think on top of my head. <laughs> I'm to, like, is it like Green Lantern? Like, no, not really. Carol Danvers? Carol Danvers with The Dan- War Machine? No, with. Oh, Carol uh, Danvers? With uh, Green Lantern. Green Carol. Lantern? Yeah. Carol? What's her last name? Danvers. No, it's, no, no, it's no, wait, not. Carol, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, fuck. What's her it, name? It's the, it's the company that he worked for when yeah. he was flying planes. Yeah. Uh, I forget what it's called. She, she's also the, like the villain, right? She gets turned... I think so, yeah. Carol. Fuck, what the fuck <laughs> is her name? Now? I, I know like, it's Carol, right? Oh, Danvers? <laughs> no, I know it's... And she was in Man of Steel and BVS, right? She was like the, the lieutenant. Maybe? Oh, I don't remember. Let's see. But hers was... Yeah, it's not as iconic as, as uh, Lois Lane. Yeah, Clark Kent. Fucking what's her name? Plays her in. Uh, oh, Wonder Woman, Steve Trevor. Steve, there you go. That's yeah, there's another one. one. Yeah. That's a power couple. These are these are all power couples. Yeah, legit power couples. Right, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Ferris, Carol Ferris. Carol Ferris. Okay. There you yeah, go. the Ferris Danvers. Yeah, Danvers. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, but that that's a relationship that is like a little bit on the rocks because Green Lantern and Carol Ferris does become a villain. Mm, yeah, I love. Yeah, one of his main villains. That would be cool. I mean, and the one that's a buddy cop, Green Lantern, that's coming out. Maybe. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we didn't get anything about that, huh? No. That was either. But um, yeah, the out the Selena Kyle Batman dynamic. I love that they're. That's the first thing that they're gonna build upon. Yeah. Because it's like, will they not? Or will they? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I love. I just love their dynamic. Because we know. We know. We know. Yeah. We know. We know. You know. That's what heroes do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it looks exciting. It's shot beautifully cinematographer cinematographically oh, 
Did you, did you hear about what happened today? Yeah, I did. Or yesterday? It's, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's sad. It's, yeah, let's yeah. not talk about it. But yeah. the cinematography-wise, like, that, that end scene when he, he rams the, the penguin, <laughs> and then the penguin's car flips, and then it's the camera. And I like that they that it's upside down. Yeah. Like they didn't, like, flip it. His. Yeah, it's, it's his point of view. It's point of view. And he's just walking the flames and like that. <laughs> and the music swelling. <laughs> Uh, and his cape is in the wind, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, you're hitting oh, all the right yes. spots. <laughs> but I, I love the the trailer that it's hit the villain's point of view. Mm-hmm. We don't see a lot of that too often, where we see like it's their point of view. They're gonna get away, right? We always yeah. see the heroes because that's what we want to see, and then we see why they do the the villain's point of yeah. view because the hero is yeah. like coming through yeah. fire and flames. He's gonna <laughs> ram your ass. He doesn't give a like, shit. Yeah, and then he's he's walking to him menacingly. That too. scene is very reminiscent of the um, uh, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. the uh, fuck Blood, Fire School uh, Fire, Ghost Rider <laughs> Ghost Rider right that, that first scene in the in, the, in that, that season where he's introduced where he's chasing down the people and then uh-huh. the car turns to flames uh-huh. and there's a bunch of flames <laughs> it's like fuck it's, yes that's the new hero shot yeah. I'm telling you I'm telling you someone who's walking menacing towards you from afar oh, it's a POV uh, yeah, the chills. It, yeah it's the who's the music score is it someone um, I'm gonna say. I like, but it's it's I, not. It, is it J, uh, Junkie XL probably? Maybe. That's like, like that's like that's, that's DC's go-to. Right, that's because yeah. Hans John Zimmer retired, William. right? Right, you did. Huh? He did. Yeah, yeah you're right. He yeah, did. Yeah, no, he did. I thought you said he died. I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, no. Dead. Oh, he's gonna be making music for. A... <laughs> yeah, well, he did. He retired, but didn't he do like a Marvel thing? Yeah, he did. Like after he announced that he was retiring from DC, you can't get out of the game that easy. No. Right. Michael Young Giacchino? Giacchino. Michael Chino. Giacchino, yeah. Music by Michael Giacchino. Yeah. 100 million. Nice. The budget. Yeah, not bad yeah, for a. Not, it's rooted. I mean, it, it's there. I it's can like see an it. indie movie now. Right, right. It's an indie movie. What you can movie. make. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that. That's what do you think of Colin Farrell's Penguin? I like it. You do? Yeah. I you don't, don't think the the prosthetic is a little too much? No, no, I don't. I don't think so. They're they're framing Penguin as rather than one of the beginning entity. He's more along the lines of a Falcon. Yeah. It feels like he's which the, he always was to me, right? That's always his right, role. He, like he was one of the old school ones. Right. He was the old school, and then he kind of like he became a supervillain when he adapted. He was mm-hmm. one of the few who had actually adapted, you know, not get killed off. Yeah. But yeah, his. He seems really... I mean, he's into it, obviously, yeah, right? Obviously. He's obviously into it, but his whole look, it, it's, it adds credence to the more how rooted it is. Mm-hmm. It's not really ridiculous. You know, he doesn't have the webbed fingers. You know, he's not walking like a damn penguin. <laughs> but I could see the nickname they would get from him, how he looks. Yeah. Like he looks like a penguin. It's not nothing to do with his weaponry or, like, his tactics yeah. or how he was, you know, crazy. He just looks like a damn penguin. Like, in Gotham, the... They gave him the penguin, the nickname, because of how he walked. He walked with a limp, and it looked like he was walking like as a penguin, mm-hmm, just waddling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I wonder how he's going to come up with it. Because he doesn't, there, as far as I can tell, there aren't any like distinct fe- features mm-hmm. that would make him look like Danny DeVito, the penguin, right. or something where he walks like the penguin. Maybe yeah. just be like with an old school moniker or something. Yeah, like maybe he, his shape. I mean, his shape kind of looks like, kind of <laughs> like a bear, right? Yeah, it's like a like black mask. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not very creative. He literally has a black mask. But yeah, yeah, it's something that it's yeah, mobster related, mm-hmm. right? Stuff like that. But I'm excited. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I like the penguin. I like the Riddler. I don't know if there might be another villain 
other than Selena Kyle. Like playing that avenue of uh, femme fatale kind of thing. Yeah. See, I don't even consider uh, Selena Kyle a villain. A villain? Anti hero? I mean, she steals yeah, from the rich because she's poor. Yeah, at the, at, at the end of the day, that, yeah. Like, villains are clearly Joker, Black Mask, yeah. Harvey Dent to some extent. Yeah. Um, Penguin. But, like, Selena Kyle, she just so happens to be really good as a burglar. Yeah, she, she seems like she plays both sides. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, I have to end it here because it's almost four thirty. <laughs> we spent a good uh, a good while. A well needed about. while. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, thank you for listening on our breakdown, our movie reviews. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye.